recorded live from Stockton, California. This is Jammin' with the Best. Hi. What's up, dude? I'm back. Yeah, it's Just been a, a minute. Just a couple. Look who's, look who's up there. We have a guest. He's a, I hear he's a funny guy. He's funny sometimes. Oh, man, don't put that kind of pressure on me. Tyler. <laughs> You're going to be so, so disappointed. Yeah, Tyler oh, Brickley. Shit. And selfies, too. Oh. Disc golf comedy. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Meow. Get that for the gram. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, he's taking send, pictures. Send it to Scotty. Tell him that we're doing work out here. Oh, he said hi to you, too. Oh, yeah. Not nice. Us, yeah, though. we don't. Well, <laughs> yeah, the, only, the two guys that weren't in the room were the people that he said hi to. So it was kind of awkward between the three of us sitting here. Wait, where are you? Yeah, well, he said yeah. hi to, well, not you two, huh? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> yeah. I should have sat on this for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Timing is everything. <laughs> yeah, welcome, dude. Thank you for coming on. He's My drinking. pleasure. I'm happy to what, be what, here. What type of beer are we drinking? Uh, we all got Maui Wowie. Maui Wowie. Yeah, it's Maui Wowie. Yep, all Swamp Maui Wowie. And you're drinking what, Tyler? I've got a uh, Storm Chaser IPA by Free State Beer, which is a brewery up in Lawrence. And you have a backup for that one that's half gone? I do. There we go. My dude. Perfect. I came prepared. I know what this podcast is all about. Excellent. <laughs> a couple episodes. Yeah, at least back, one episode. We have to walk to get our backup beer in the, out of the cake. Out of this the is cake, true, so. but there's four of us. An excuse yes. for a break. Yeah, yeah, so if you're ever here, we have a three-tap system in the back. We have three taps kegs of three, three kegs of beer. Beers. Oh, on. I thought you meant like tap. So you're gonna like tap on the table or something to signal something to the <laughs> yeah. other guys to go get you a beer. The fucking beers. It would just be all four of us tapping on the table, like waiting. <laughs> oh, wow, that's like a really efficient system. Yeah, we're dialed, man. We're dialed in. <laughs> we actually don't have to leave this place, except for food. Except for food. <laughs> we but can have takeout. We get a delivery. Yeah. yeah, we live right on food row. We even have a shower. True. We do have a shower. Also true. There's a, lots of random facts about our location. <laughs> now you know more about where we are. If you we ever need a, a shower in Stockton. We have a futon also. So yeah. It's right I, behind me. I think Humble you brag. just got invited to come sleep over. <laughs> this, this evolved quickly. If <laughs> I could travel, you know I'd be there. That's yeah, true. When, when this is all over. Yeah, you know I'll be there. Hitchcock would be out, we right? Should bring him to, we should bring him to frying pan and have him walk around and record a card. Boomfling. Boomfling would boom be fling. better. Boom fling. That might still that is happen. That's a DGA. Uh, DGA. Did we do, did we do yeah. DGA yeah. last year? Pat Madison yep. was there. Yep, yep, yep. yep. It's like this. almost a real tournament. I've already, I'm so far <laughs> out of disc golf because it's been shut down that I forgot who sponsors our tournament. Yeah, what's disc golf? Yeah. I threw yesterday. Yeah. It hurt, or two days ago. And it hurt? We threw oh a lot. We threw too much. Screw these challenges. I love them. Yeah, the but White yes, Sox Park to Challenge. They're too long. Yeah, it's a half yeah. an hour of throwing 300-foot drives. Yeah, I went out and filmed a distance challenge with one of our team today, and we were throwing at 350, 400, and 450, and I didn't get to the 450. So he won oh, I would hurt. pretty <laughs> easily because he was throwing controlled hyzers to the 450. So. Oh, that's nice. That's, that's yeah. That human has some power. That's what I'm gleaning from this. Hmm. <laughs> DGA player. It. That's some power. The only one I can think of in the area is Matt Bell. Yeah. And I yeah. Got yeah no, Matt, Bell's, Matt Bell can rip, but this is a new guy. We just signed okay. on this year. Oh, nice. Yeah. New guys throw far. Yeah, they do. The new guys, they <laughs> do. <laughs> the, new, the new age, new pro. They're not broken yet. Like the new age, broke. new pro, they all like 500. Yeah. Yeah, this I think he's twenty, so it makes sense, right? Checks yeah. out. Mm-hmm. 
checks all the boxes. So Tyler, you, I think I first saw you, you sort of like broke on the scene with the, with the Australian like, accent commentary. I like the sound of that. Or for which tournament? Like a 2019, 2018 Worlds? I don't know. I just remember the, when he was like, who can hit the most trees? Yeah, the strike. That was great. Strike. <laughs> that was that was like, movie, right? That's what so I remember. Good. That's awesome. <laughs> I remember you from, you from most. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I, I didn't know that you guys had seen those. I was, yeah. I've seen all. It's actually something that got my little brother, who is not a disc golfer, into watching disc golf videos. I do. I, yeah, absolutely. I've heard that from a few people, and I think that's like the coolest compliment ever. Like some some fifty year old college professor friends, like or friend, messaged me and said, "I've watched." all these videos or my brother-in-law who's never picked up a disc is like, Hey, I'm watching disc golf now, you know, cause mm -hmm. those are those things. So yeah, yeah it, I'm it, doing my part guys. I mean, what are you, <laughs> what are you guys doing? Nothing. <laughs> We're not even this. Exactly. I'm, I'm growing the sport. We're talking to you on the internet. Yeah. Can we cut him? Can yeah. we cut him? <laughs> Get him out of here, man. Like, fucking attitude. <laughs> Where was the inspiration for that? Where did the Australian accent come from? Because up till today, I even asked Aaron. I was like, "Is that his actual accent, or just <laughs> is that yeah. how he's talking?" Uh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. So it was. Wow, you guys ready for this? Yeah, I'm watching Crash. If you, call, if you take off your headphones during this story, I'm gonna know I've gone on too long. <laughs> I got one foot out the door, buddy. It was 11:15 at night. Yes. It was. Uh, CCDG released Worlds without commentary. That's right. And I was like, I should go down and record my own commentary to this with Look. some silly voice or something. How much and alcohol see what was involved? Would happen. What? How much alcohol was involved? None. All right. What? Yeah, that's you how you know it's a, it's a terrible <laughs> idea. And I, my wife was asleep and I was like getting dressed because my office at the time wasn't in my house. And she woke up and she's like, where are you going? And I literally said this, guys. I said, I'm going on an adventure. You know, oh, like, yes. <laughs> it's like Lord of the Rings style. <laughs> on an adventure. So exactly. And I went and I recorded it. And I, the first five holes, I recorded it with a Russian accent. Nice. Um, and I was like, it's just too dark. It's not funny. Yeah, uh -huh. we still all have like Cold War PTSD oh, yeah. or something, yeah. you know? So it's like <laughs> people can't resonate with that. So I erased the first five holes and I did it all in Australian. And the next day it got like 30 views and I'm like, yeah, okay, well, that was a huge waste of time. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> and then it went, boom, you know, bigger. And I was talking with Ian at Central Coast and I was like, but yeah, the Hall of Fame Classic was the next one I did with the strikes. And That's yeah. what it was. Hall of that Fame. was the one where after that one, Scott Kesey from DGA called me and said, hey, I watched this and then was looking at some of the other stuff you do with video and marketing and just wanted to see what you're doing for work and if there's a chance that you might want to work for us. And so here we are. That was like almost a year ago. Was that come visit Santa Cruz? That's right. What? Come visit Santa Cruz. Yeah. So I got to go up there like last July and... I've never, I've only been a couple places outside of Kansas my whole life. So it was awesome. That's a great yeah. spot. That's yeah. a, one of the better ones. Santa Cruz. One of the better places. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was, I hated flying. Flying was scary. That's fair. <laughs> Back <laughs> to the hitchhiking. Wichita is kind of like an aviation town. I know, right? And my dad and brother are pilots. So, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs>
So Maybe that's it. Maybe if there was little plans to take me out there, it'd be different. So Scott reached out to you at some point and just said, I like what you do. And then the, cause I was wondering said, how that DGA partnership came to be. Yeah. At first it was like, Hey, do you want to talk about doing some stuff for us? And so we were like, I said, well, send me a couple baskets and maybe I'll make some funny videos. Yeah. And so that was where it started, but it just really quickly turned into um, a full-time job. Nice. I, it was, it was about four days a week for a while. And then I went full-time in January of this year. Nice. So what's your, what's your day-to-day like, and what's your, I guess, title there? Uh, my it's sir is how they all, that's <laughs> I knew I was setting something up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ring to it. I <laughs> wish that sadly they're all going to listen to this and I'm going to get a bunch of crap. It's deserved. No, I'm the marketing manager. All right. Uh, there because that's what I dubbed myself. That sounds important. I said, would you mind if I called myself the marketing manager? And they said, yeah, it sounds good. Just don't put it on a business card. <laughs> yeah. Just don't, just yeah. don't tell anybody that on a podcast. Perfect. <laughs> that was his only stipulation. Assistant to the marketing manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sweet. So what, what's your day to day? Like you said, it went from four days a week to full time. What, what exactly does that entail? Because you're remote in Kansas and them in Watsonville. What are some of the things that you're tasked with doing there? A lot of it is content creation. Um, but me and uh, Josh and Scott spend a ton of time on Skype talking about, you know, just our marketing strategy. So there's day-to-day stuff with, uh, you know, making ads and graphics for the website and things like that, sending out emails. But most of what I do is big picture marketing campaigns and video content creation for new products or products that we want to highlight, which exclusively for the last about month has been the, our training baskets and putters, you know, because hashtag coronavirus, right? That's like the best, like training basket. I think there is on the market. It's great. I love the the capabilities of it. The shift. Shift. Oh, the shift. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love the shift. I've actually found, you know, we advertise that there's three ways to mm-hmm. putt on it. There's four. Yeah, there's, yeah. Well, there's a bajillion. That's the technical number I want to put on our box. That's fair. A bajillion fair. ways. Um, because, sure. I think you should put that for sure. 100% bajillion. Bajillion ways. I, I put a pretty strong spin putt, and I noticed that I miss left and right a lot. Oh, yeah, I'm so, sure if I miss like consistently right over and over and over, I'll take the chains off of um, just the right side and move them into the middle. So then all of a sudden I've got like the left two thirds of the basket is the only change that's showing. So it shifts my focus kind of to just left of the pole. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, but yeah, I, I, I love that one too. It's nice. Yeah. And for, for people who haven't seen it, it's a, it's a full size basket and then you can drop the chains to just the inside to get kind of that like bullseye look. And then you can drop it down a little bit too, to get this really yeah, like small telescopes. Yeah. The way baskets mm-hmm. should be already. Yeah, we had that conversation in the past about like, if we were going to adjust the baskets for future use and like yes. perf- on the professional scene, mm to have it kind of like a smaller strike zone. It needs to be harder. Squish everything in. What was the general consensus at OTB, yes or no? Smaller baskets. Yes. I mean, yes. I'm a crappy hand that plays pro and I still agree. 
just just yeah. how like you know you go to any uh, uh, basketball court anywhere and their hoop size is a little bit bigger in the NBA. No, it's not. It? Their it's court's not. bigger. No, the three point. The three point line is further their court is bigger. In any sense, I was like, wait, the hoop's bigger. This is that's true. This is a big moment for me. Baseball fields are bigger fields generally. Okay, that makes sense. They're bigger and gorgeous and way gorgeous. And dude, and honestly, the biggest thing difference in in baseball fields from a top level to a lower level is quality of the field itself yeah. Yeah. They're so nice they're, the nicest fields have really true hops but they're also really fast so they don't take any spin off the ball or speed mm-hmm. off the ball hmm. so they're really fast mm-hmm. okay. but you don't get bad yeah, hops. But our, i think our pro yeah. our pro layouts on uh courses for pro tour pretty but putting is damn. really easy man yeah when people shoot 18 yeah. down like they're just so like, fucking good at good. putting they are yeah. they're so good at putting i, I don't think that's like, going to change that drastically on that dude, level like if you have every sport is adjusted you're just going to get rid of a lot of i think you way out. i think it would change depending change. on how much you move it a lot so. of those a lot of those ones that are hitting band are now 30 long and skipping, yeah. off, yeah. skipping <laughs> off the top of the basket like, yeah yeah you can't you, you won't be able to a full force you're gonna have you'd to have, have a lot have more, more finesse yeah you'd have to have more yeah. pace or it's like paul putton with with just, no chains mm-hmm. and just that pole that's wow. a different putt that's yeah. intense that's for impressive. a lot of people anyway maybe not necessarily for him but yeah. for like a lot of people that really Wait. changes spin putt's gone just yeah. for him i feel like i had i heard some commentator like three or four years ago point out maybe it was feldberg point out how Paul's putt more than anybody else's just dies into the basket. The perfect pace. His amazing pace. Yeah. From yeah. no matter where he's at. And so that's why that drill for him is probably like not even, that's probably what he's trying to do all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Now just he's put yeah. I also <laughs> feel like one thing that people don't talk enough about pros is they all put at different paces depending on the shot they need to make. Like yeah. Ricky puts both really hard and really soft. Like, He'll put like line drive putts and then he'll put like these super high nose down things. Mm-hmm. And Paul does the same thing. Like Paul will, depending on the shot, like what's mm-hmm. needed and what's in the area, he'll change his putt. It's not the wind, cutting. the ceiling, the... Yeah, yep. it all matters. So they put four styles around. I had an interesting conversation with Matt Bell about that a couple weeks ago. Matt Bell is, you know, DGA's, one of DGA's premier players and he was a putting champion. A great skateboarder. I had never hung out with him. Oh, he is? I didn't know that. Yeah, pretty good skateboarder. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I had never hung out with him in real life, so just to see him putt in person was like, wow, so that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. I asked him, so you versus Macbeth on the putting green, who wins? And he said, Paul. You know, He said in the open, Paul, nine times out of ten, but I'd like to think if you start to introduce a lot of trees, um, that that would increase my chances against somebody like Interesting. Paul. Because yeah. Matt puts a lot of thought into the angles, you know, and the physics of his putt, which is pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Paul's yeah. so nasty. I've, I've, I've seen some Matt Bell, Matt Bell round at, I think it was the fort in Utah when he was just yeah. hitting some yeah. nasty putts. Well, he's a putting world champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah, smashed yeah, Utah yeah, like, open last but like, year. But like in the woods where there's shit in the way and he's got to navigate his putts, like that dude this, does crash. This coronavirus might affect Matt more than any other disc golfer. How so? Yeah, how so? Worlds being in Utah. Oh, sure. And how well? Oh, yeah. And it'll right. come back. Dude. Isn't that what they said? Hot. I mean, they said that for U.S. women's, they they're bringing. Uh, they postponed oh, it. They're bringing, bringing it back year, to yeah. Sacramento next year. They haven't think, said about because there's so much they haven't that, said about because that's for sure canceled. Like yeah. Worlds isn't for sure canceled yet. 
Yeah, I've, got it, got it. I've got to imagine there's so much into winning that bid that they've got to almost honor Just that. Push it, yeah, I would push agree. Because they can extend everybody a year. True. Right. That's true. If they don't play it. Mm-hmm. Supposed that to seems fair. Yeah, I hope they fair. if if assuming Worlds doesn't happen in late June, I think it is this year, late July, one of the two, that I, I hope it can happen in like September. Say the the tour starts up again in August, whether it's limited fans, no fans, whatever, to have some sort of disc golf start up in August if that's what's in the cards. So then just push push worlds to September. So the most important tournaments of the worlds and the USDGC, and if we can hit a European open or whatever might happen to still hit some of the mainstays and actually have it happen and have a world champion crowned in 2020, despite all the craziness that's going on. That's really, really hard to plan for. Yeah. If we don't have an event, like, are we just going to have a world world champion crowning via like a zoom putting tournament or something. <laughs> i mean yeah. i mean what are our options dude there's I'll, a, I'll watch there's a usdgc that's like that really oh, wait what there's a usdgc where they did some like 2011 i think they did a weird one I they know did exactly a weird handicap about. thing and some random person won like yeah, some really. completely <laughs> random person who wasn't at the oh, event one, i think at the event but it was based on your handicap so you could be like an 840 rated player and oh, yeah oh, i'm gonna start yeah. bagging they definitely hard. did that one year they definitely like 100 so I'm when you look, when you look through the winners of the usdgc there's like a gap one year. there's like one they don't talk about yeah, yeah it's, it's true just, it's, it's <laughs> like those we don't speak of yeah <laughs> the usdgc <laughs> version fuck usdgc one year Ooh, was there bit. a reason why they did that? I don't know. As far as, were they no, just trying something new, some new format? I yes. No clue, there wasn't man. a pandemic going. You know what? We need you need <laughs> to reenact that board meeting where they're like, uh, you know, this has been going really well for a really long time. So I think we should like totally change it. Yeah. yeah. They skipped 2010. I'm on Wikipedia right now, and they skipped 2010 to 2012. And I guess they basically fucked Shoestrick because he won 2010 and 2012. Oh, Ooh. Uh, <laughs> 2011 was definitely the year where they, uh, yeah, they did the weird, the weird shit. I remember that. I feel like Paige did really well. That I think year. so. I think there's a bunch of people that weren't as good. Like all <laughs> the really good people did really USDGC. bad. <laughs> all of them. And you got bad. You got the guy who's like already in the parking lot with his shirt off and he's six beers in and they're like announce his name as the winner. He's like, wait, what? Wait, I won? Did I- oh, oh, was John. John Keith shot 10 throws better than his projected score to yeah. end at minus 16. So that's, awesome. that's the thing about handicaps that I like. I love handicaps. I'm, I think it's a cool thing. Yeah, it brings but a lot of people. The better you are, the more consistent you are. And with disc golf, you can have anybody have any given day. And so the more variable yeah. you are, the better it is for you in handicaps. That's why I double dip sometimes because I have some right. shit rounds yeah. some really good rounds. <laughs> exactly. so like, but the more consistent like you are, hot, I'm like, the worse handicaps is for you. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's Especially wild. in disc golf, if you add handicaps into yeah. the picture. It's like I, with ball golf, there's, you're, you're going to have less dips, like less good games there's so much data in traditional golf but exactly. with, with disc golf like if i had a 20 handicap i could easily shoot even one part day of the reason yeah. part of the reason too is because it's part it's a larger sample size so it's like yeah. a seven mm-hmm. game series versus a three game series yeah and a seven game series the winner's going to win more often yeah, you have better, 70, yeah. Right. Right. you have 72 more throws or 72 throws compared to 54 mm-hmm. on a par yes that's why we need so, par 72s and that game's fucking hard that dude. game is hard oof R72 disc golf. That's what we I love. So, it. like, R72. So, your DGA, I'm going to guess your bag is entirely breakers and hellfires. 
<laughs> oh, shit. No. You're in. You're I say in, no. He's in Kansas, so. Sure. Breakers I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up. No. Hurricanes. Winds. Hurricanes. Yeah. I, I got a handful of hurricanes, but I actually have recently fell in love with the torrent. Ah. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 He likes the wide mouth bass. I was really when it first it's came so out. Fast. Up, yeah, it, it is. it's so fast. I ended up turning it over, and I've got to really gear down, and so I can get the distance out of it because that. Torque. I've got to keep. I've got to keep new ones in my bag for yeah. that reason. Yeah, they'll they'll get a little a little flippy. Yeah, but honestly, I mean, my arm's not my arm speed's not crazy, so it it'll take four or five months before I start feeling like okay, this one's going to move down a spot. You know, awesome. I need to get a new one in. I feel I, like I've gotten old and I don't play as much. I should probably go back to them. torrents are very similar to bosses and they get, they're like kind of extreme and both really overstable and really understable. It's like a, it's like a seasoned boss. Probably. It's like if you yeah. could put a one year boss in your bag, mm. but I've right th- out of the gate, I've thrown some torrents that were like beef, like crazy overstable. Yes. Extremely like great sidearm disc. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've only had a few, all the ones that I've had in SP anyway, I've okay. been pretty, pretty straight out of the bag, out of the gate, and then start to kind of fade off. But uh, they just the go for it. You have a throw with it that you're like, oh man, I didn't get on all that, you know. But then you get up there, and it's like just as far as a full S turn other disc, yeah. you know. They're just so fast, they're oh. sneaky. Well, sure. we were we were talking earlier about your transition from dynamic to DGA and some of the spots in your bag. Yeah, that transition. I'd rather not talk about my other transition. You know, <laughs> on, on the air, that'd be great. We'll keep that'd that one fair. for the pre-show. Fair. We've put got that, another podcast that for, those, for that. Stuff. <laughs> That's the late night. Sorry. Podcast. So anyway, yeah, my public transition from to DGA. Yeah. Go for yeah. It. So, what are some of those spots at DGA Phil that you didn't have before? Well, I've thrown buzzes, and then I really enjoyed throwing the truth from Dynamic, and so finding the rift because they just introduced the rift right when I came on board. It's a good it was one. like a zero transition. It was just like just like I was home, you know, and it was just yeah. such it's just such a great super glidey super straight mid-range. Yeah. It's always fun to build a bag like almost being forced in your situation in a good way to like okay, build your bag and figure out what from, you know, their lineup is going to work for you. What feels good, what flies good, all of it. Yeah. It's a fun adventure. It was. I, uh, the pipeline was the other thing that I felt yeah. like, I was like, oh my gosh, I've never had a disc like this. There were a lot of discs that I felt like I easily just adapted to. But the pipeline was one that I felt like I've never had that slot in my bag. Nice. Because it's like, a, it's like a really, it's like a longer escape maybe. Okay. For me, it's like a throw 80% and it's just going to go on a rope 400 feet, you know, to the just like dead straight forever. Just so like, much glide with so yeah. little effort. And that, yeah, you can't put a price tag on a disc like that. Amen. Crash a throw yeah. a pipeline on every throw. That's, that's I, when I, I, when to, I turned to them and, uh, during a round, hey, what should I throw? <laughs> pipeline. <laughs> nice. I have a perfect story about this. He, we were playing a card together. <laughs> And he's like, what Except should I the, throw? At the I'm gold like, a country cup? Yeah, something the, like that. The gold the, the, something cup. The high, high Sierra, Sierra cup. High Sierra cup. High Sierra cup. I knew yeah. where this was headed. We were <laughs> we was high. We were high. We were definitely high. Um, but we were uh, 
we were playing. He's like, what should I throw? I'm like, pipeline. And he like throws a hurricane and like ends up like hello <laughs> left. A little like, too stable. <laughs> and so next round, I'm like standing like on the hill aside. I hear fucking chains. Yeah. And I run up there. Crash is like jumping up and down and crash aced. And sure enough, what he throw? The same, like the exact same. Figured out the you figured out the hurricane, right? <laughs> you changed your line and you adapted and threw it, it right in. So it probably in. the same line. Yeah. Threw a pipeline. Threw All right. When, awesome. I, when I was younger and playing a lot more tournaments, less father, more like these guys, nothing else to fucking do but play disc golf. I don't play. Yeah, um, we don't play. Well, when, you know, but back in the day, wish we did. I was throwing hurricanes a lot. Well, now that I'm a little older and I don't throw as much, the pipeline. It, it, that's what I use now as my old hurricane. Seems reverse too. Like if you're playing all the time, you'd have you know a little I, bit less power, and you'd playing all the time. Now you have more. You have more snap. I can I can flick that. Pipelines are flippy go. Yeah, pipelines are nice, dude. It's kind of a like for for those who don't know TL. DGA that well. It's probably I a perfect them. mix between like a leopard and a T bird. Yeah, TL. Yeah, is like what a TL. I yeah. naturally like want to compare mm-hmm. it to. It's got just a little bit more flip than oh, a T-bird. Some rivals. More stability <laughs> than a leopard. Yeah. yeah it's right, right around there. And then that same Is like, it like maverick speed. Close, but the Maverick's too much leopard, I think. Yeah, I, think but so. I just, when I throw, you know, so I come from a regular golf background. Yeah. And so I love the idea of just hitting uh, a, a five iron, four iron. Sometimes you can freak yourself out that, oh, this club is so hard to hit. And so my grandpa was a golf coach. He always told me just imagine you've got a nine iron in your hand and then all of a sudden i'm like oh well i can hit a nine iron you know and so then yeah, you, yeah. you hit a good shot so i i do that same thing with disc and i love the thought of a lot of times when i grab a pipeline you got a really tight tunnel instead of thinking man this shot's going to be so hard i'm just imagining that i've got a rift in my hand mm-hmm. yeah and i'm just going to throw a nice smooth mid-range down this tunnel yeah. to get, and get that shape and it just glides an extra hundred feet right yeah. it's just, that's super fun. Hit your window. No, don't try and throw it too hard. Totally. Let the disc, you know, go all the way down there. You just oh. get it started. That and really just thinking about anything else but hitting the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Think about anything else. Oh, just so you guys know, I've never hit a disc golf window in my life. That's just, <laughs> that's just the mindset that that's I go through before I throw. It, <laughs> it's never actually worked, but that's my fault. <laughs> the window got hit here at the office by a disc. That was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I wasn't here yeah. that day. I saw it happen. Um, it we were trying to throw like a, a old school lid, like a, a fastback. Fast back. Fast back. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lid, okay. a fastback. Because we didn't want to break anything. We didn't want to break anything. And they're like, <laughs> they're like 130 gram. <laughs> legit, we didn't want to break anything. I yeah. hit a window and I'm like, ah, we should stop. One more throw. <laughs> And that then throw. Yeah. And we were outside and we we're trying to throw it from like out. It wasn't even throwing it that hard. Uh, no. And I threw it from, it's, threw it from outside. It's an antique window. The yeah. window's been yeah. there yeah. since it's, like 1845. The load was replaced. Yeah. So I'm assuming the top one was replaced too. So I'm going to not blame myself. Maybe even the one below that. It's definitely one of them has been so replaced. That, yeah, that's the one thing the poor landlord is going to realize that there are a lot of discs get thrown in here by the time. There's some, oh, I thought that was Danny. I was talking to Danny, and I'm like, "There's, there's gonna be like a some fixes needed to this place." Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, "Never mind. Crash is gonna buy it, and he's gonna forget about Jesus it all." <laughs> oh, thanks, Crash. Yeah. yeah, you know, I'll just buy everything. Talking. Well, you're the one. That <laughs> Business brought. is booming, buddy. On fire. I hope the Don't tell him about coronavirus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a great time to invest, Crash. 
I would I would yeah. bicycle with no face mask. <laughs> You're wild. You're wild. I am. Wild, I am. Man. I am. We love you for it. So Tyler, yeah. how did you get into disc golf? What's your what's your disc golf origin story? <laughs> I uh, my brother-in-law um played it up at K-State. And he brought it back to us and introduced me and his dad to it. And then me and his dad. So my father-in-law, we played together just all the time. I mean, you got, it's the exact same story that you've seen played out a hundred times in front of you. Like you go out and your first reaction is, (laughs) this is stupid. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and then you play one round and at some point in that round, throw a disc well, or you make a 50 foot putt or something. And just like, Stuck. The switch turns on, you know, and you're like, I have to do this like again, like really maybe like right now or tomorrow or as soon as possible and maybe every day for the rest of my life. Yeah. Real thing. <laughs> yeah. That's, it was a bug for me. So I've been kind of the disc golf nerd around here for a while and the disc golf community has kind of grown up. Uh, and I've been, I got connected to the Wichita disc golf community. They've been thriving since the eighties, but in El Dorado, it was a brand new thing. People are like, who's the idiot out there throwing it? Five gallon pickle buckets. Oh, yes. <laughs> so how long ago was that? that sounds that very started? Kansas of you. <laughs> right? I, I owned a restaurant at the time. And so we had all these empty pickle buckets. So I went out and put them on post. What's the yellow ones? The yellow pickle buckets? No, sorry. These were we have, white. We have yellow ones. Just There's, there's a, a lot of white things in, in Kansas. Yeah. Almost, <laughs> shit, almost exclusively. White's pretty exclusive out there. Yeah, that's kind of, apparently that's just kind of Kansas's thing. That was the biggest shock to me going back to Kansas in all honesty. Yeah? Yeah, because I was an athlete at a school that's like 80% athletes, those little tiny NAIA schools in the middle of nowhere, Kansas. And so like, I don't know, there's a lot of people from inner cities and stuff so i was hanging out with them and we go to walmart in selena kansas yep and get a bunch of crazy stares and looks and it's like whoa like, what's going on right now <laughs> gotta be awkward. so you had black friends but you, like when you would go like, out someplace black, people are like whoa friends, what friends like Kubanos. yeah and everyone's like what are you like <laughs> basically what are you doing with them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they have pigment Damn. Yeah. they have it's pigment crazy. <laughs> it's crazy yeah no it's interesting so so my wife and i have adopted two black sons at this point so we had two girls and then we've adopted two boys since then. So it's, oh. I'm always interested in stories like that because wow. one of the reasons that we moved to Wichita, it, there was just one of the reasons there was a whole bunch, but one of them was the, the church that we go to and the school that the kids are going to be part of. I mean, like they're going to be around a lot of other, you know, black kids and in El Dorado, they would really stand out and like that that's okay. You know, you can do that, but it'll be really nice to not. Yeah. Have to, yeah. yeah. You know, so the adoption process is a hell of a process. That, like, that's, that's, that's what I've heard. We actually adopted out of foster care. Oh, cool. And that, that was pretty intense, but yeah, I, I've heard some, I've heard some people who went through traditional adoption and mm-hmm. foster care is no walk in the park, but they definitely take care of everything for you. It's a lot less responsibility put on the That's awesome. adopt adoptee adopter. The the whole thing has been pretty amazing, honestly. It's you know, it's it's a lot up and down, but we got a full house and fuller now because hashtag coronavirus, I got four kids from two to seven and they are 
loud and I work from home. <laughs> they are I mean, not I love them, but I love them more when they're not in my office and I'm on a conference call. That's the main place that I love them. You what sure you don't want to invite them in to say hi to us? No, you know, I actually literally, I was like, hey, so are you guys going to be around? Because I'm going to be on a podcast thing and uh, <laughs> my wife's taking them out. <laughs> what, what's been the main kind of activities you guys have been doing? Definitely visiting yeah. as buffalo fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, caring for buffalo fish is like a seven hour a day thing broken up in 20 minute chunks. You got to be, it's on again, off again all day long. It's worse than a newborn. They shit a lot. <laughs> and, and, they're, and they're just so emotionally needy. That's the problem. And you have their practical, you know, needs, but you also have to just kind of like cuddle a lot. And there's a lot of, uh, re, there's a lot of they're really insecure fish overall. So, you know, there's a lot of just emotional reassurement that you have to do throughout the day. But I remember the exact day I got my buffalo fish and how old she was and just all of it oh you got a you got a female i i did yeah i did that's that's crazy oh, rare she's amazing wow it's yeah it's just wonderful do you have any elk fish what do you have any elk fish yeah I, I do but i can't talk about those just because i mean i've gotten notice from the government i'm not allowed to talk about those online they have those at the pond in basically Bo tyler exotic tyler since exotic. they're endangered yeah since yeah. they're endangered at this point you got to be careful luckily nobody here listening has any idea what the crap we're talking about so that's kind of the um, goal. Wait, eric, people are that's listening? Part for the course eric morales knows what we're talking about <laughs> Okay, there's one. I don't there's even know one. what you guys are talking about. I've been quiet, just like, what the fuck is it? I haven't even been listening. To oh, this is how this is how Tyler knows of you, Crash. Oh I shit! Stole, I stole I stole change out of your car to buy. Yeah, them. you were an unwilling accomplice in our yeah. Twitter uh, drama. We were unraveling. Yeah, so if you want to figure out what we're talking about, check out DJ's Twitter. Yeah. Oh boy, it's the <laughs> second best place to be on Twitter. <laughs> next to OTV. the disc golf pro tours oh no i mean otb <laughs> <laughs> sorry i, yeah, I thought we were all gonna say it at the same time the otb <laughs> <laughs> so oh, dga's got elk a fish. cool thing they have elkfish man and that's what we love um the but they've got expensive a, bro they've got a cool thing going on right now that i have a feeling you had some hand in and that's their the putt in place competition. So give us, yeah. give us some insight into what that's all about. So we started talking a couple of weeks ago, Scott and I, just because the writing, the writing on the wall was everybody's going to be in their backyard soon, yep. you know, and everybody's going to be quarantined and everybody's going to be going crazy. So how can we prevent, you know, the most murders <laughs> between husbands and wives across America. We figured we'd give them a healthy outlet, yeah. uh, something positive to distract them from being trapped in the house all the time. And we started talking about a competition as well as several special offers on our training basket line and our putters. There's some good deals right now. It, they really are. And like so many people have been supporting the campaign and mm -hmm taking advantage of those offers. It's been pretty cool to see. So essentially the putt in place challenge is we partnered with the perfect putt 360 app. I called Chris Zagon mm -hmm. and said, Hey, would you like to 
collaborate with us. And he was, he was super excited about it. He's been great to work with. He's a good dude. People generally really like his app. I think the people that have used it, Mm -hmm. um, it's a pretty simple app, but it makes you throw a hundred putts. It kind of tricks you into throwing, like being out there way longer than you might be normally. <laughs> yeah, throwing fifty you know? twice. It takes a half hour probably. Just yeah, it kind of distracts you with a game and like buttons. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and then the next thing you know, you've thrown a hundred putts. So, so basically, the whole the whole challenge is you you play one round of that and you get your high score. And then you just have to beat your high score. And every time you beat your high score, you upload both of those pictures with hashtag putt in place. You tag DGA, tag perfect putt 360, and then you're entered in to win prizes from them. And we're going to give away a mock shift basket like we were talking about earlier on May 1st. So it goes through all the rest of the month of April. So there's plenty of time to get the app and go get involved with that. I got to start practicing putting, I think. No, or don't. Yeah, I was going to say, probably better don't. not to. And, say, and set your, yeah, set no. your baseline now. Yeah. Then I'm going to set practicing. my baseline right now, which is going to be like so how many, 12. Yep. Yeah, how many entries maybe? can you put? Is it every love, time you put, beat your score? Every time you beat your score. So you could totally do that. Awesome. I loved yours when you made, what, one zero and then like one. <laughs> my 39. <laughs> I, I challenged Brody with a 39. 39. <laughs> He came back with like a 270 something. So, I mean, like barely one, but I think yeah. everybody knew it was close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody was thinking it. Nobody said it. And he was, he was the thing, guys. He was inside. What? Oh, oh, wow. I mean, you were in the Kansas wind, man. Yeah. I just want to say I got an honest 39, you know, compared to maybe an asterisk beside his 270 or whatever. If he was outside, that number's going like. I think it would have been a much better match. Call him the 2011 USDGC champion. Ooh. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um, so in addition to doing the challenge, if you don't have a basket or putters, we're offering discounts on buying putter packs like 10 at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you can buy a basket and get like four putters with it or just buy a ba- the basket a discount. Your guys Everything's awesome. free shipping over 50 bucks on the website. Sorry, what? It's your guys' fault. We keep getting people asking us for putter packs. I was going to yeah, say, we true. just got That's a call a today. Right? And I was we, just like, got a, putter we just got a message on Instagram like just now. About it, it may not be a terrible idea. No, it's not bad. And like uh, some of our competitors do it. We could I mean, definitely do it. We just, we love people being able to pick exactly what they're getting. So true. put together yeah. your own six pack. Part of our brand. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and we don't give a crap about that. No. Like we actually, <laughs> we would prefer that they have no idea until they open the box you know there's some fun in that too there's a lot of fun in that yeah that's just not our (laughs) not our brand i was gonna say specific i can't even say that specificity yeah that doesn't fit right so do do any of these (laughs) do any of these putter packs have are they all the exact same disc the all exact same putter there's four molds there's the stone steady the reef the uh steady bl titanic we actually literally just changed this. Like yeah. as we were warming up for the podcast, I was seeing messages coming in. So I don't want to miss breaking news. Is this breaking news? You By can... the time you're listening to this, we may have even, because like I said, so many people have been taking advantage of it. A yeah. lot have been going out. So we're trying to keep up with what we have. you have the steadies in there, do you kind of sneak, are you sneaking in maybe a uh, midnight flyer steady? Like or? a hurricane? Or, no, no, like, 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 see if they notice. Yeah, maybe a plastic, you know. Something. No one wants to play with a midnight steady. No, but but you get ten putters and one of them's a midnight steady. Hey, that'd be great to you have. Get a, four you know. putters. 
I mean, if four you know, I thought the 10 pack crash, if you want to order a 10 pack, like I might sneak a midnight flyer in there for I you, but that's not, that's not for anybody else. I don't need, you don't need to fly at midnight. I have, <laughs> that's reserved for boomfling only. That is a boomfling. Yeah. Do you know anything? Midnight. We never talked about boomfling with him. Yeah. You need to come to boomfling. It's we'll a, fly you out here, dude. Yes, we will absolutely fly out. It's Adam there. I love flying. You have Boonville from the airport. Yeah. But yeah, that's fun. You'll just just drive. Like flying, you're really gonna like boom flying. Just drive. It only takes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if uh, my mom would approve hours. me going to boom flying. Then in that I case, we I won't tell her. It's okay. It's no. Nobody knows She'll about boom Really? Yeah. She'll never know. Is that like what happens at boom flying? Definitely stays at boom flying. Well, okay. well. <laughs> we might talk about it on our podcast. <laughs> Says Dirt Nap. <laughs> Sammy yeah. Sandbelly. Sammy Sammy Sam Sam Belly. Yeah, that's me. Sammy's got oh. a story of uh, of sleeping just a, under my trailer. I was, I was, yeah, it was comfortable. It was comfortable. I and found a good little spot underneath uh, yeah, my trailer. I, I didn't want to be found. I didn't want direct sunlight because I was going to pass out and didn't want to get. It was sunburned. dark, by the way. So I crawled under his trailer, Crash's trailer, and found a good spot. Danny happens upon me. Yeah. And <laughs> I forget, it, it, you know, I, I can't remember specifics, but I was very surprised he found me. No, I remember. Yeah. I I was, <laughs> take it away, Danny. Because Crash's trailer is right at our camp. And I'm like, dude, there's someone under Crash. Oh, that's my homie. <laughs> that's Sammy. So I go there and I wake that's him true. up and he's like, dude, no, I, I can't believe someone found me. I'm like, dude, get up. Let's go play some disc golf. I don't know if I can. Like, I'm going to get you a cold beer. Let's go play some disc golf. It is by far the worst I've ever seen him throw a frisbee, too. I'll say oh, that. He, he hurt himself. I so did. I still have the scar. It's at a brewery in the middle <laughs> of nowhere. It's okay. so nice. They have like an in the fish in the pond on hole. It's a beautiful world. town. What's the brewery? Anderson Valley. One of the best. Oh my gosh! I wrote I wrote a jingle for them once. What? Yeah, <laughs> you go there. I was doing commentary on one of Ian's rounds, and he had forgotten to include the audio for their commercial, or maybe they sent it to him. Without oh, audio. Yeah, for San Francisco. San Francisco so far, yeah, yeah. So and so that was part of my shtick on that. Uh, when I was recording that, I'm like, oh, you know, they must have forgot the audio. Let me grab my guitar. I'll, I'll, I'll hook them up. So I yes. made up a stupid song about Anderson Valley, nice. located in Boonville. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Part of our. I still haven't uh, paid me for that. Oh, we'll come get on. on get you. Yeah, we got so you. So part of the whole thing at uh, for our for Boonfling is we have bands. Yes. Mm-hmm. Live music. It's like a live music. music. It's like a festival with a disc golf tournament. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's fun. And it's all partying, camping on the course, partying. So it's not just drunk people under trailers. Like there's uh, more than a lot of that. Mostly things than just drunk people. There are like stone people and... You have tea times for three days. You have tea times for three days. The course plays about three hours drunk with a five (laughs) cent. So, uh, and it's gorgeous. We've got a whole different unit of measurement of time. So it's... All yes. things go. You can play drums well, in people's ears while they're putting. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All somewhere, yeah. somewhere Rascal. between like what is it, hole six and seven or seven and eight is it, you can stop by the brewery and pack up more beers. Like it, yeah. it's almost. And you can go down to the creek and like lay in the creek to cool off. Down, yeah. down by <laughs> it's a night. shit show. It is. The, the tournament is absolutely secondary to everything. Yeah, it's a festival with a raz round. We yeah. definitely bring up instruments. Bring up, bring instruments. Yeah, bring bring like let anyone so play them. Bring it up, sit there, but will you yeah. around holes? <laughs> like was it twenty and twenty one, nineteen twenty? 
Yeah, 1920 is the you go through you play through the campgrounds at that point, and Uh everybody's hanging around drinking and razzing. Some people throw their discs into other people's tents. Yeah, hundreds of people. We call those players AM2. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, Corey Merle threw his disc on top of the building. (laughs) Yes, he did, and then climbed on top of the building and and threw his disc off the building. And now we have rules for that. that. Now there are rules for that. There are. We That's have to be. Bad. The brewery said so. so. But if you Insurance get a chance, though, I think there's some posts on one of our pages from the boot thing last year. The music. We wear onesies. It awesome. Yeah. It Yo, sounds like those. Sounds like the posts that Facebook's like flags. Yeah. yeah. Like I have to like uncover. You know, like and somewhat. We're very proud of them. Boom Proud of them. Yeah. This content may be uh, unsuitable for some viewers. Type Wait, stuff. <laughs> Thought about doing a podcast there, and then we're like, nah, it's probably I not. I knew a that great was idea. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> That was bad. <laughs> bad things were going to happen. It's if, becoming more of a possibility in the future, but maybe before no, and after. Nope. Before? No? Yeah. Nope. Like it sounds after. great in theory. Way like, before. I'm in, but getting all three or four Mushroom, of us the in same at the place. same time. Yeah. Mushrooms. And able to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Mushrooms. Wow. Well, guys, this has been quite the cultural experience for me. <laughs> Welcome to Kansas. Yeah. I just really appreciate this, like broadening of my horizons and getting to talk to you all. This has been pretty amazing. It's been fun. We love you, guys. Stuff, dude. I'm glad. I'm glad you're able to come on. So you've got you've got your own podcast starting too with with this golf comedy, right? Yeah, we're we're hoping to uh, take over the podcasting world. So this is kind of the first step, I think, kind of see what the competition's like. It's not and much I, with us anyway. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> and, and we're feeling pretty great at this yeah, point. I, I would imagine. Who is yeah. we? Oh, An hour is we? I think you're doing uh, great. Can you my podcast? I've got a I've got a buddy named Ray. So he's the funniest guy around here. And he plays disc golf. So I've been trying to get him to, I wanted to make a podcast forever, but you know, most of it is just like you guys, like having buddies to do it with. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to make one by myself. Cause then it's yeah, that feels basically weird. just have yeah. to write a speech at that point. Yeah. That sounds miserable. It says yes. Bullshitting is way better. I could yeah. probably go off on tangents, but no yeah. interest. Well, I'm super interested in you guys' podcast history too, but we've only made two episodes. We recorded the last one last night. We were actually hanging out doing a Zoom putting league thing, and uh, it was late. And I'm like, hey, instead of doing it this weekend, let's just record it right now. And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> but, but like, seriously, we should. And he's like, fine. So, yeah. <laughs> so we did. So I bet we're two episodes in. It's been super fun, though. I bet that was great to What's be able it, to do it off the cuff. Golf comedy? Yeah, that's what it will. It's on Anchor right now, and it's allegedly syndicating, but I haven't seen it on any other platforms yet. That's what we use. Okay, cool, cool, cool. How long did it take to show up other places? Do you remember? At first, it took a little while. It took like two weeks probably to get everywhere. Okay, it's been about a week. And so now now when I post within like 30 minutes, it's everywhere. Cool, awesome. So right now it's only going to be on anchor.fm slash disc golf comedy, but and eventually it'll be on Spotify, iTunes, all the, there's a bunch of podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all of them. And that's when we're going to go big with this thing. Huge. Yeah. yeah. So it's huge. Ray and just huge. dipping into what? Well, the first two episodes, we took ideas from the disc golf humor and disc golf debates, Facebook groups. And I just posted in there and said, what are the best debates? And like, what are funny things Ray and I can talk about? And uh, gotten a lot of 
great suggestion. I've got a list. We only use 10% of the list that people provided us with. So the treasure trove. Yeah. You should probably yeah. post in there yeah. for our podcast purposes. You know, you're going to get instant. Like for me, it's like not even that. It's just people being aware of us. Sure. That too. Yeah. Well, I can do it then. We don't, don't tell me you want to. You have a, you bring me results. True. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I'll fuck it. All right. I'll do it. I just cool. don't find anything funny about disc golf. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. Your game. Your that game. was going to say. You are a pure. <laughs> well, I don't know why I'm on that team. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I don't know what the hell. Was. Yeah. I, you know, I thought I was smoking, but you know. It's because you run parties. I like that. Not tournaments, they're called parties. Do you get people drunk enough? Oh my god. You know, yeah. Beer tier. Yeah. Uh, well, I love you. Yeah. Yeah, DGA, go back to DGA. Yeah. California company, you know, uh, steady ed, just everything about me most getting fun wins, disc man. golf. DGA is the most fun wins. It's, it's local, support home, Crash good disc people. Disc golf comedy are the. If you, Tyler, if you come to any tournament that we run, there's. At least two or three kegs of beer. Yeah, that's just kind of how we operate. Yeah, it's, it's the lube that that runs the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Is it mandatory? Like every player's got to got to chug a beer before they tee you off on the one. To, but it's it's if you want to, it's there. You should. Less people complain when they're drunk. Yes, it's true. Yeah. Like, they have less problems. Yeah, generally, unless yeah, you get them too drunk. If you get them too drunk, then they have problems. But if you get them drunk enough, they have no problems. A word to TDs everywhere. If you have like an hour, an hour and a half between the last card coming in and awards, it's a lot smoother with beer oh, for everybody. You better put oh some beer God. out there, man. So true. People, oh, otherwise, people want to go home. Yeah. If you I've can, never, ever wanted to facilitate any event. So... Congrats to you guys, but that seems like super hard. It's it's we 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 delegate. We, we have done it very well and it delegated. Even though in the disc mm -hmm. golf community, it's very known that it's hard. You have a lot of members, but you, it's hard to get people to actually do anything. So instead of asking for volunteers, you know people are going to show up. So yep. you just start telling them to go do things. You know, your local yeah. club members, they're less likely to volunteer. They're more likely to go do something if you ask because yeah. they don't realize what they want. They think when they volunteer. That you're, you're going to be working all day. You're going to be working 10 hour days. You know, you got a spot on a hole all day instead of, Hey, can you go do this? And For that's all you got to do. Yeah. You helped. Now you the next person go do this. And you, you feel yeah. things. Can and you if spot and on if, this hole. And then when you need a beer, we'll have somebody else, you know, exactly. take over for you and then don't come back. And so, if they say yeah. no, you just ask somebody else. Then you feed yeah. them and get them drunk. And feed them. Nobody yes. says no in our. No, yeah, they, we, we've got that's a good like circle. Thing. Don't say no. Yeah. yeah. We're a yes group. Aaron's is king of not saying no to anything. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say no to things. <laughs> just, just, just <laughs> so you that know. Many things. Just so you know. That's a sitcom waiting to happen right there. Oh, yeah. I think it's already been done, but I mean, yeah, you could you could kick it back one. With the light. Disc golf sitcom. When the sun goes down at OTB offices. <laughs> Four o'clock in the morning, uh, shutdowns. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hang on, guys. Smile. <laughs> Danny, Danny's taking pictures. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. Do it for the gram. Do it. Do it for the gram. Ooh. How long has OTB discs been around? Uh, mid late 2014 is when it when it officially started. I've been buying and selling discs since like high school. Um, finally decided that we should hit up the manufacturers and start buying at wholesale and selling standard discs instead of either collector discs or discs that I had won on like an amateur level. 
And so that was, yeah, mid, mid late 2014 is when got uh, set up with all the major manufacturers and started buying stock discs in bulk. And then 2016, late 2016 was when we uh, opened up the website. And then since then, it's been just grinding. And then, uh, this yeah. man works harder than anybody in disc golf. I believe uh, it. I believe uh, hustle. It. Yeah. Is yeah. your has your deal from day one been we want to take a picture of every disc so you see exactly what you're buying? Uh, yeah. Since we started the website, we did that, and then I think it was probably like mid 2017. It wasn't too long before I decided we need to do flatness and stiffness of every disc because I just care how the disc feels in my hand. And that comes from him being a longtime consumer as well. I remember because I grew, he got me into the sport when I was about 10 or 11 and we would go buy discs at different events and such. And I remember him buying discs online and we got into the whole eBay game a little bit. And, and I just think that, you know, just knowing how it feels in your hand has always been important. And we've always been like, oh yeah, let's go to a disc golf shop. You know, going to final nine in Sacramento was always a, yeah, a cool thing, a cool treat we didn't get to do often. So I think that's part of the inspiration of that is just, you know, him purchasing quite a bit of discs over the time and just being like, well, what would I want on this site? When I, I met, when I I met Danny, from. he had two, at least two bedrooms full of discs, mm-hmm. floor to ceiling, May style. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Shit, probably that had, <laughs> before we opened this, probably had... Your whole house was discs. Yeah. 20,000 discs in my house. Yeah. Was there oh, the room? The only room without discs <laughs> was your bedroom? And the guest room. No, the bedroom, the kitchen. We didn't have any in the kitchen. <laughs> that counts. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, that counts. And there probably wasn't any, any in that little, uh, I guess, your family room. Yeah. No, we, I mean, we, we had a lot of untapped space. You're saying there, there was, was none under the bed? There's still, there's still un- <laughs> untapped space here. I still have one room at the house that's completely full of discs. Yeah. A 10 by 10 room that has probably I four say to 5,000 discs. Full. No, yeah. it's not as full as it was. But it was way super more valuable. There's room for activities now. Dude, I was, <laughs> <laughs> when I went over his house, I was like, what, like, I think it's the most discs I ever seen in one spot at that time ever. Probably. And I, I was just like, yeah. what? <laughs> Get that a lot. Now, now for sure we and, get it all the time. And yeah. like it's a regular thing. People are like, whoa, I didn't expect dude, this. For real. Yeah. And just growing up, like we would go to tournaments and I'd be like, Yeah, I bought like three or four. And be like, Yeah, I bought like ten or twenty. I have a problem for a long time. <laughs> he was just like, Well, I just go up and meet them. And it's like, huh? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and, people like they'll they'll see my backup stash and they're like, Yeah, but you own a you know, you own a disc golf company. No, you don't understand. Like, dude, I've had these since like twenty eleven. Like I'm Unreal. a I'm a hoarder. Like he that's kind of your thing. thing. He I gave just, me a disc yeah. the other day. I still at his house, but <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's your fault, not mine. But it yeah, is. it's I, yeah. I gave you a flat firebird because it was from a run that you liked for the 2016 mm-hmm. U.S. Masters, and I have probably 40 flat top firebirds. That I mean, I don't want to <laughs> sell any of them. I had like three or four people hit me up from that post of me just posting my backup stash, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yo, let me like buy one of those firebirds." I'm like, "Dude, I want to buy more of those firebirds. <laughs> I don't care if I have Dude. 40. I need more." I, I, <laughs> and so I, it, he has the so we throw this T Bird Plus mold from yeah. like 2011. It's a glow T Bird Plus. Yep. I fucking love it. It's and a great he's run. Got Tony Catania likes he's got it too. a billion of them. And I told him, I'm I like, man, I, yeah, I a billion. 
Anyway, it's a billion to me. I only have one more. Yeah, well, but that's I your told fault. him, I'm like, man, I, I, would, I would buy a couple off him. And he said, well, fair market prices, what did you say, like 40 Yeah, or no, no I, and I, I was going through my backup stash right when I took that picture too. And I go, oh, I know Sam wants his Seaver Pluses. <laughs> so bad. And I was, you know what? Fair market value is probably about 30 bucks, but you, it takes a while to find somebody that actually has one. I said, so yeah, I'd probably sell it to you at about 60 bucks because I sure as shit don't want to sell it. And I want you to have to think about buying it. So you're going through the same thought process Dude, as me because I don't I even want to sell it as soon. And he's like, well, I was like, well, I have got one more. He's like, yeah, yeah. The as best. soon as that goes though, I'm going to charge you more. I'm yeah. going to charge 80. Yep. <laughs> or you want it, the you need to have the price goes. That's the whole purpose of the thing is you need to have backups. You need to plan ahead. The best. So if you don't plan ahead and you just need to fucking, you know, the best salesman shit I've ever seen Danny do is with fucking Jeremy and that Casey Eagle. Oh, that was great. Like he, that a was C. like a Eagle. Yeah, a C. Eagle was a hundred dollars. You were selling it to him for? I think so. Yeah, a hundred dollars selling it to him for, and he was like trying to he's debating on it. Like it wasn't spent, even mine. This was on consignment. Yeah, spent like thirty minutes debating it, and then Danny like he like walked out to his car. Well, no, what he said, else. what Jeremy said too, is if I touch this three more Four times, times <laughs> I'm gonna buy it. And then he <laughs> and we called him out. We touched him twice. How much? And then how much he, were you selling it for? Hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean it was it was a hundred. The 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 guy okay. on consignment said he didn't care. Just you know, get whatever I thought the best price would be, and I don't know what I expected it to be. But Jer said like, "Oh, I'd probably buy this for a hundred bucks." And I'm like, "Okay, I'll sell it to you for a hundred bucks." <laughs> and he goes, "Oh man, I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes on this spiel, and eventually he goes, "All right, if I touch it three more times." So he touched it twice. Walked out the car to get. Like, I think he went to grab weed or something like. To get high. It might have been marijuana. And, yeah. and then Danny like sets the disc like on the desk right next to the door. So he, walk, he, does. he walks in and looks at it and he goes, shakes his head and grabs it. And he goes, all right, I'm buying it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one spot I, I worry so much about being a pushy salesman. So we try to do like the exact opposite of like spammy pushy shit but if it's jer i have no problem putting <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you're like hey you need to buy this buy it now come on do it come on what are you gonna buy you're gonna spend your money yeah. on stupid stuff you walked in and just, i'm not touching that <laughs> <laughs> he did the same shit to me when he worked at plate again though he worked at plate again sports which was before jeremy us. did not me yeah oh i did too <laughs> yeah me and jeremy both worked at plate again sports different times but he used to push this on us because yeah, we yeah. were around and now we're pushing this on him so it's like Turn it's around. around comes around. Pushers and, thieves, pushers and thieves. It's a fun game. Danny, when they announced coronavirus, did you, even though you've got like 200,000 discs in that building, did you instantly go out and like stock up? Like other people are hoarding toilet paper and you went out and bought <laughs> 273 discs. Just to- yeah, I sold all the toilet paper we had so we could buy more discs. <laughs> so you could buy more discs. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did place a, a couple decent like restock orders with, with companies. Just scared. <laughs> but... And now, now you know they're shut down. Like Discraft is is closed their doors, and they were hoping to reopen Monday. But then MVP, also in Michigan, apparently their orders were uh, extended, and now they have to stay shut down through the end of April. So I'm sure we'll be hurting a little bit on on some MVP stuff. But it's uh, it's what everybody's dealing with right now. We're super fortunate to still be able to to come in and work as kind of a skeleton crew and try to just basically get orders out and then do as much work from home as we can. And then do this every now and then. Yeah. 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 I, we have done this a lot more. Like this is our fourth podcast this week. Yeah. yeah we we're lost used to one. one a week. We did. Well, so far I still haven't given oh, up it's on the, it. Our Speak board's for yourself. Yourself. It's, the board, it's the board. Yeah, it's, not the, it's not the SD yeah. card. 
Oh, we shit. lost. We've lost two podcasts completely now so since sad. we bought oh, like man. one of the best boards. The board's, we can dope. Get. the board's great. It's just for like, some reason the files are corrupting cards. the. Our, it's you know, Aaron's fault, right? Probably yeah, my I think fault. so. It's probably my fault. Well, it's under warranty. So Hopefully, time we can get it fixed. Elkfish take a lot of maintenance. The thing with electronics, though, I mean, especially if you've done a little bit of troubleshooting, which we did, which is switch out the SD card. You just call them up, say, hey, you we've know done what? this. It doesn't work. Give us a new one. And they're going to do it because they don't give a fuck. Like, I've worked, I've, I've worked sales at Verizon, which is basically electronics, especially at the employee level, they don't give a fuck. They're like, all right, stop yelling at me. Send me Here's a, a new board. Send me a new one. And so Plus that'll I've be tagged like them a lot of Instagram posts. Yeah, but yeah. now do we want this board since yes. it's fucked yeah, up? It's yes. a good board. It's, a it's probably it's just a lemon. <laughs> Lemons like, happen in electronics all the yeah, time. Yeah, man. It's a great board. So we have a Roadcaster Pro. I'm gonna yes, Roadcaster. They're good. Them. It's it's a good. It's board. a it's a podcasting board. It's like it's made for podcasting. Com- compression's great. I was the- actually super impressed that you you're not editing the intro and stuff like that in posts. Like you've got a switcher and you're doing all that yeah. live. That's my influence. Um, We're I do that sometimes. <laughs> I do that sometimes. I definitely. Yeah, we have. Um, I add the outro song post. Yeah. Okay. It's fun so to have an intro. So, the, so you know what's going. Sick to have it live. Like. Gets you in the mood. I came, mood. I came from a radio Dims background, a little so bit. I kind of infused that whole, we got to start with a song if we're going to a break. We don't do that anymore. Go to a break with a song, come out, because with the editing, it's tough to match up at the yeah. end, so it can't yeah. do that. Um, I came into it as a live radio guy, so I, tr- Dude, I treated podcasts listen, like live. If you yeah, listen okay, to our right. earliest podcast, they're kind of a shit show just from every well, we had they, competing, will be. <laughs> competing ideas. <laughs> like, talk. Well, format versus no format was the yeah. biggest thing equipment and then now it's it kind of switched crash is like completely fuck format and i'm still pretty yeah, much I, fuck format but I, now i'm like all right they, a little they, bit of format yeah works. they said no format <laughs> fuck format i, I said fuck it switch. i love it no format. this is a much different question having four guys or, do you feel like normally it's three guys or do you feel like normally it's it was it, it was, was three. three we added sam in december i ruined everything sam showed up we tried to keep him away great, great. thanks they did their best yeah. But do you feel like there is an ideal length that you're shooting for? Or is it just kind of like when it runs out, it runs out? However long the conversation yeah. is. Pretty a much. lot of time it's someone What's just, the longest oh, you've done? Probably three perks? and a half hours. Yeah. A little three over three breaks. Hours. That's hey, with breaks. Dude, yeah. yeah. That's like three segments or, or you know what? Yeah. No, we have a podcast that's like, I think three, half, uh, it's over or, three hours of content me. total. How long was the perks one? I think that I'll was at least three. three. I think it was an hour up. 45 and an hour 45, I thought. That's because I wasn't there. See, I'm oh, sure right. we did break theater, so I'm more likely yeah, to cut so it the, off. The, the, biggest issue with, <laughs> the biggest issue with Anchor is they can only support so much file size per episode. Oh, interesting. So every now and then we got to break up longer episodes into two. What is and that? release it in like two parts. Yeah, yeah, so we'll call like episode 32 and 32 point, or 32.1 and 32.2. Yeah. What, how long can you like for for Tyler's sake? How it's long a, can you go before you have to break it into two almost, episodes? I think it's like a two, almost two hours. I think it's just under two hours. I can't imagine uh, me and Ray being able to talk to each other for longer than an hour. The first one we did was like thirteen minutes. The second one was twenty minutes. I mean, we found it like a lot easier to just hang out. But coming from like a video background, yeah. those numbers just kind of hurt me, you know. But I'm yeah. I, I need to. How is this feel? It's more stream of podcast. Yeah. How does this feel right now? You got to be able to go on tangents. Oh, I feel like we've been here like way too long. I mean, honestly. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It feels like we haven't been on here hardly at all, but I think that's the 
We're, we're about we're we're about over an hour. I think it's right like the finished product of a video. Like if I've got a video that's over two minutes, it's like way too long, you know. So that I've been in that world for so long. Yeah. Yeah. This is more. This is more laid back. Have a beer and just chill and talk it's about. It's a conversation. Things. I mean, you have you have some things you want to talk about, and if you get to them, great. If you don't, oh well. And you might end up on tangents. And we that's the do, thing, dude. I prepped like probably ten or twelve questions for for Corey when we had Johnny Disc Golf on, and there was a couple that we ended up not getting to, and I didn't even realize until later that that evening and i'm like oh shit there was a couple i wanted to ask him well, that's all yeah. right like, yeah oh fuck yeah that I means it was good like, conversation yeah, you're like gonna do it again gonna yeah. Lead yeah. naturally yeah we're yeah, yeah. all right we go through those 12 questions in 12 minutes and we have nothing yeah. and that never happens because we end up going dead on great air. conversations we love dead air i think a good thing for me to remember will be like why people listen i mean people aren't listening to a podcast on facebook where we're, they're trying to consume something for just a few minutes at a time. People tune into a podcast because they've got to drive, yep. yeah, you know, where they're trying to fall asleep. Weird. And so actually longer in some senses might be. Podcasts are down right now because people aren't driving. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Like, legit. Like all, so you all of ours are like. You think if you have an have hour and a half. Two thirds of the listeners we used to. YouTube podcasts are up though. If you YouTube, have YouTube videos are up, views are up. So if like you video your podcast, yeah. yeah, which we might do. But maybe. still, I mean, you guys sit here, you guys sit yeah. here all day and watch and watch podcasts on noise. YouTube. It's background and it's noise. Background noise. It's the same. It's the same long form as get rid of the cool. video. That you don't. If you're in your car, you don't. You can't use video. So yeah. you're more likely on a commute to listen to a podcast. I came into it knowing from radio, the AM radio had the long form day shows, three hours of of this type of thing, but it was a little more formatted, obviously. Because you had no commercials and shit. Awesome. The no, no format's format. great. No because format, you're just format. Like, just go, just riff. Yeah. And but if it ends, it ends. And that's this all right. Is definitely, you got to get to with podcasts, get into that instead of 20 minute segments, you get into that long form radio. And that's where, but the 20 minute segments are great too. They are. There's, but I think right now they say video, if you're doing something that tight, you want video with it because then it becomes more of uh, more available on the uh, YouTube and how, how do you guys balance? Do you try and always have a guest or is it hardly ever or is uh, it half and half or whatever. what's the, it's whatever we're trying to get guests now because it's easier to get guests. It's easier to get <laughs> yeah. guests right now. Guests need it more. We need it more. I'm not really don't need it, but like we, we also have, have the, a lot of, we also have right a now. setup for it better There's, now. We have yeah, a better yeah, within the last month now. or so. Well, when Danny called me and said he'd pay me twenty five hundred bucks to be on the podcast, I mean, like, I had some stuff. I was surprised you said yes. I thought it would cost <laughs> double. Like, we got like I seriously yeah. never do that for just that, but I mean, like, I don't have a ton going right now, so That's it kind of worked your out. Stimulus check for <laughs> yeah. all of our stimulus. That's what a great idea. They're, they're all tax. So yeah. 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 Right, guys, just it's trust me on this. It's going to work out. Okay, he's a big name. <laughs> yeah. He's got like a few hundred followers. This is going to be great for us. Huge. Why? <laughs> oh shit. So no. what do you guys? Now you guys, you have four people. So when you've drank a lot of beer and need to oh. go to the bathroom, the other three just kind of pick up the slack. But, but what happens when the guest has drank a lot of beer and needs to go to the bathroom? Then what happens? The bathroom. And then uh, we, I mean, the worst thing to do would be like to announce it, right? No, is that no, why you're sweating? You want to try and be like kind of sly about it. Is that why you have that sweat bead above your forehead? No, no, no. That's not it. I don't have to do that. But I did just remember something that I did. 
<laughs> so this and is uh this, he needs a beer that's what he needs and he tyler need didn't know but this was definitely in his contract on, yeah, and this was, is gonna dock yeah most of it i think he actually owes us a little bit now but yeah. we'll, we'll we'll worry about that's four thousand dollar right. fine i'm counting i started the clock when he left that's i'm fair. gonna go so we're timing twinkle also oh so twinkle are we actually taking a break yeah these twinkle not single are okay. we taking a break <laughs> no yeah. we're not taking a we don't break. have to take a break i mean we can no, so yeah. Have this edited out instead. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so this says, make him edit. This says uh this might actually affect us. Oh um, shit. Beginning Monday, April thirteenth. Oh, this yeah, is this is fine. Up. This sounds like it's just Kaiser. About? This oh. was saying that they were going to institute checks on people and whether they're essential or not. Yeah. When they're driving around. Yeah, um, that emergency identification stickers going right. to be shown to law Where? enforcement. Stockton, Tracy, uh, Manteca, but I think this is just KP, what? just well, Kaiser. Well, like I do know my mom. I, huh? She she like teaches. There? She teaches at a. Make sure you're actually able to be out and about and driving around. Ah, oh, Jesus! Like, yeah. like who's my, doing that? The police. Long so my, yeah, they're going to start pulling people over. I don't think so. Don't that think was my so fear either. when I started reading it. I, I think everybody's been doing a pretty goddamn good job of, of, of social distancing and people are out and about, but they're staying away from each other. At what point do you need to lock down more now that we see that? The I don't results think so. I think California is seeing good results from great, what we're doing. Yeah. But why would you keep, why would you clamp down further at this point? I think, uh, yeah, she sent me a long message. It was copy and paste. And I think it was just from Kaiser stuff and that Kaiser's going to start doing some of this shit. I don't at know. What do they have their own police force? So, I mean, Kaiser, so, man. so, so for hiring. example, my mother, she works for Kaiser. She does, uh, she teaches nurses, nurses and such, and she's got a specific badge for this so that if she oh, okay. does get pulled over, yeah. she, oh, there's she a lot of people with that. I think all the yeah. like grocery chains were mm-hmm. issuing badges or like in case it got to that, just to be ahead of the yeah. curve. Cause yeah. well, in San Francisco, they did start right. enforcing a bit. They're, they're, they're citations. closing streets in Oakland. Stupid. Yeah. Tyler, you see it. I mean, you, you might see it there. People going out playing disc golf in, in groups, big groups. They just messaged our local, uh, our local disc golf group on Facebook. Uh, Parks and Rec's been getting a lot of complaints about mm-hmm. mob groups yeah. here yeah. in town, and they're threatening to pull the baskets. And That's why we have... It's kind of the last straw around here. Just like, hey, guys, like seriously, don't screw this up. You know, this is our last chance. If you guys don't stop doing this, we're going to get the baskets pulled. And it sucks, but they honestly, I feel like it's not a bad idea to pull the baskets. And I think people will still go out and play object golf. Like there's no stopping some people. Just don't go in a herd. Go two people. I think it's just. Mm -hmm. If you're four people, stay away from each other. Don't, you know. I think Rockland's been able to operate pretty seamlessly with the the four person maximum per group. And I thought Sacramento shut everything down. Did they actually? But you can still play ball golf, which Uh, is crazy. Less than a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, And I mean, that's fine. I'm perfectly okay with right now. Just chill for a few yeah. weeks. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. they like shut Mackie down and everything too. Mm-hmm. Like all the smaller nine holes and stuff are all Ragmith. It's because people are putting their middle finger out there saying, no, nope, I don't care. They're just and they're some people, this is not there's right. some people that don't even just care. They just don't believe. Sure. Yeah. Coronavirus is a myth. It's a yeah, myth. Same people who believe in Santa yes. Claus believe in the coronavirus. Okay. Okay. Listen, listen, listen. So, I but, do believe in Santa Claus, but I mean, like the coronavirus is real. Like you know, like that's that's fact. Santa Claus is amazing. He brought me some dope ass shit. 
<laughs> he brought you dope. Yeah. He brought you, how old were you? Man, first you dope. Oh, dope and, and some shit. And some shit. <laughs> Santa knows shit. me, dude. We go back. I'm not going to brag. <laughs> we go back. All right. Dude, so I legit want to know, like, how is it playing in Kansas wind? Well, I don't know anything else, you know? So that's like, that's we really interesting. Either. We need to go there and he needs to come here. And then I don't know. We are the wind jammers. Our club is the Delta wind jammers. We get wind. The Delta so, you, so you get it. It's yes, just not Kansas wind. Being I, someone wind that lived wind. in Kansas for a little while, it's just not equivalent. Well, it's just, it, it's an interesting thing because like we still use all this. Okay. So actually I want to, I want to flip this back around on California people in a second, but we use the same terminology you guys do. It's like not windy, windy or super windy, but the numbers are just different, right? Yeah. Like, sure. like five miles an hour is like dead calm. 10 miles an hour is like not really windy. Yeah. 15 to 20 is windy 25 to 30 is like super windy okay yeah, we're probably close <laughs> up out of our yeah, park yeah. a little lower. we're close-ish to that but like we do have days where it's like zero wind oh yeah or negative there's negative wind yeah like we do but have the, those days <laughs> the vacuum Which flip is the this the california temperatures because like when i visited y'all it was like it was always between 67 and 71 degrees. That's but sick. I noticed that you guys are always, you're still using the same verbal scale that we are. Like, Jesus, it's cold today. Yeah. You know, we're like, man, it's buggy out, you know? And But it's only like a four yeah. degrees. And I'm just, that's, that's, that also that's Santa Cruz. That's so, Santa no, this whole thing is different. so different. It gets up to like 110, yeah, we get 115. We get like 115. And that's like, yeah, that's like what we'll have. It's, it is, you know, our chili is, our, is, 30 to 40 you know and hot is 100 and like yeah it's anywhere between there it's probably still more extreme but in the central valley i would say it's i feel not like, like there the there we're like is. the same amount of extreme but our high-end extreme is like we get hotter and they get colder yeah, yeah they do probably but the middle chunk's pretty similar yeah from my i like arrived in august and left in i don't know sometime in the winter when I was in Kansas, what did we have? We lived in Santa Cruz. Was it? We you had, never had a. You had I don't think we had air conditioning, but we had a heater. Yeah, yeah. that's all yeah. right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was another just like. <laughs> yeah, didn't really I need. Mean, my, nobody's got air conditioning systems. The windows are just open, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. But what about when it gets hot? Or like, what about when it gets cold? Yeah, it's like, well, got it him just, here. That's all. So he has the 85, ocean. 86 yeah. degrees. You have the coastals. That's hot. You have the coastals. Man, in the valleys yeah. where we're at, we're like in the center of California. We get we all have air conditioners. Yes. Oh yeah. That's, you what, have I, to. that's what I did before this was HVAC. That's the so weird like, thing about California. There's just so many climates. Yeah. yeah Three hundred dollar really power is. bills because you got an AC running. I've always told people we're at the top of the armpit of California. There's Baker <laughs> Field, which there's is, no armpits. Isn't that the shoulder? <laughs> Fresno. That's yeah, like right. It's it's oil oil Fresno's not that bad. Oil yeah, 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 it's not at all. Nah, Fresno's not that bad. It's a Enough, I guess. We have seven Sweet. listeners in Fresno. Fresno is amazing. No, it's great. As far as like <laughs> temperature goes, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't think too, I know. is Fresno any hotter than Stockton though? Uh, we have a maybe a couple degrees. Yeah. We have a breeze. I think is what it is. Maybe. Now you know your California geography and You're weather <laughs> cycle. Man, I'm I'm as bad at geography as I am my kids' ages. I, I, it's all just kind of like a, it's all just a blur. You know? Dude, you I'm the same play. way with you. I'm not editing that I part know out. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we may or may not have edited something. <laughs> I'm not None of your concerned anything. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so you or place. wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
we edited out the part where I knew like my family inside and out. And it was just like so tacky because it was so awkwardly sentimental. It's you're, just like, yeah, it's, that's not good radio. And can't I can't have that. It's bad for you're your disc brand. Golf, you're disc golf comp yeah. and not disc golf serious. And I cry. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So we just cut that out. It's awkward when somebody cries on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't Does trying to find leave yet? it to Beaver. We were trying to <laughs> we well, had anyone cry yet. Not that we haven't. I had don't know. I'm sort of feeling it. Tyler Brickley, the out. Dennis Rodman of uh, disc golf podcast. Yeah, but if any, if there, were, if there was a time to cry on a podcast, you can't call him PDJ Rodman though. PDJ. Oh yeah. No, no, no. That's like a, that. he's like the meme stealer. Um, he's not as bad oh, as fake PDGA, but I mean, we would not as bad as fake PDGA, but they're both <laughs> meme stealers. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Fake PDGA is actually, I don't know. I he guess they steal memes. Whatever. I don't care. It's funny as fuck. Anyone like, can compile One of the very few memes of disc golf content I actually follow. Go on Reddit. So you're going to have to, I don't do Reddit though. You I guys talk so about that little shit. No. Crash can't menace. say Crash can't oh say Oh my memes. God. <laughs> the memes. <laughs> oh man, I remember a couple people saying memes and and memes when those first I can't call it memes. came out. I, yeah. I just won't. I think I mean, the I did, weird but one I won't. is gif. Everyone calls it gif, but the creators like, dude, it's gif. No, we can't well, even. Did you see the <laughs> peanut butter company? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Release. Uh. Uh-uh. So that. the so gif peanut butter company released uh, with gif on their label to quote unquote settle the debate. Awesome. And I thought that that yeah. was a pretty amazing character. That's good. Yeah. You should smart, that's smart so I have, a, right I have a question for you. Have you been on Twitter much at all? Not, no. Like, like a couple months ago when I took over DGA's account was like my, fr- I've had a Twitter account forever, but I never used it. So have you, have you found any brands that are like great on Twitter? Cause that's like my one of my favorite parts about Twitter is finding brands that like embrace the fuck out of the internet. Pornhub. Moon, moon pie. <laughs> moon pie. Moon pie is for sure one of them. Moon pie. So, hey, moon pie responded to me once. And I feel like that's kind of my badge of honor on Twitter at this point. Twitter. <laughs> um, um, but moon pie, Wendy's. Um, Mule. I haven't followed them. Wait, Wait, right now. Mule's great. You didn't talk They're to great. Dave at Wendy's? Um, dude, Wendy's, Wendy's is great. So Pornhub has a great, uh, <laughs> just a chick, Pornhub Aria. Aria. What's yeah. Pornhub? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's called Stay at Home Hub now. They changed Stay their name. Yeah. They legit on their Pornhub site. I don't think we have that in Kansas. <laughs> Probably not, dude. It's too Christian of an area. It's a Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I'm looking for Sticker Mule right now. Sticker Mule is great. So they made a hot sauce. They make stickers, but they also have a hot sauce. What? What? Why? Yeah, we yeah, get all our not? stickers through them. Well, they make great stickers. We get the like, hot sauce there too. We actually have some mule sauce. Got some Follow. Mule. It's great. They're funny as hell, and they like they're funny and also like just cool people and like a good company. They like gave every one of them, every one of their workers, like during Christmas, they gave them all a thousand dollars, like bonus, like everyone in the whole company. That's nice. Yeah. Right. I want to give I you guys know. a bonus. I want to give you a bonus, sir. Yeah, well. My bonus, there's some weed in the jar in the back. Yes. You have it. Yeah. See how that worked out so well. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys total change of pace? Yep. Weed, sticker mule, porn hub. I think that was really going somewhere, but like I'm going <laughs> to shift it. This golf. Do you guys feel, have you guys, no, it's actually not about, this is just now we're just talking. Have you guys downloaded Quibi? Oh, but no, I know. Not I talked about it on the last episode. I think you did. Okay, well, there you go. It's a hot topic. It's a hot take. 
So Quibi I, is it's basically a mixture of Netflix and YouTube, and your videos have to be cinematic quality for them to accept it. Oh, fuck That's yeah. so cool. I didn't even know they were accepting. I figured they were making their own content. They are making their own content, but they're also like having people send in content. Really interesting. They edit like, it or what? I think I think it might. They might even not even send it in. Like they just might be like having talent people that reach out to YouTubers and TikTokers and. Shoot, to, dude, I'm but, one of those talent people. I need, to, I, I need to reach out to them. So I wish I had your video editing. So what? You have a good eye for talent. You can have. <laughs> I know talent people. Like I can just spot them. You can spot them from. I, I've been watching a ton of. Quibi since it came out the most. So wait, have it, have do any of you have it? Have you watched it? I'm going to download it tonight and watch it tonight now. Because uh, I know, Sam, you don't have it. Danny, any, do you have Quibi? I'm probably the Quibi? most. Nope. I'm probably the most knowledgeable on Quibi here. I'm going to yeah. get it now. And you it's, don't even have it. I don't. That says a lot about yep. us. It's like in terms of content uh, consumption, it's pretty rare that you can find something that feels kind of like new. Mm. And this feels new to me because it's. It's a this format of a ten minute movie level yeah. content, ten minute or less movie level content is like new, and it's been super fascinating to me. Interesting, probably as a video guy, but also as just a content consumer. Like it's it's been awesome to be to watch on there. So apparently, it's the startup that has the most money behind it in all of startups right now. Really? Yeah. What about but OT, OTB when you guys launched yes, your podcast, no, you had. How Last, much did you have when you? I mean, eighteen billion, so you could buy an island. Yeah, pretty 18 much. Million. We're gonna much. buy an island. Yeah. We're gonna try to buy an island. We, we used it all on beer and drugs. Though. At least makes so. sense. Yeah, at least yeah. one island. Yeah. Every good podcast yeah. needs a literal island. Dude, we want an island. We like, are definitely on an island. Have you seen our table? It's like our we island. never oh, wanted yeah. an island until we saw one for sale in, in the, the area. area. Only that was million. owned by the Hilton family. The Hilton family's, uh, it reminds me of like how you can buy a star or something for somebody. Dude, we could legit buy an island if we had yeah, you could. $18 million. $18 million. It's probably less than that I'm now. Sure it's, put, you could it's probably like $12 million right now. A shit ton of... Yeah. Yeah. That's a great price for an island. I mean, like, who's your island guy? Seems like you guys are getting great rates. It's yeah. just Stockton yeah. Island. It's just over the river. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, why it's, it's all like peat dirt. There's some farming on <laughs> no, it. No, it's farming. You know, and there's 1,200 acres of corn. It's, 1,200 acres of corn. It's kind of like Kansas, but with a river around corn. it. Yeah. They got the best corn. I mean, I, we could We can make you feel corn, right at home, Tyler. We need to start buying them up and make our own island like resale yeah, company. On. We could call it penisland.com. Have you guys ever checked that out? <laughs> Yeah, I should. I will. Yeah. Write it write it down because you need to uh no, no, I can pick I've been um, <laughs> I bought a lordship for my brother in law because he's British and it turns out this is real. You can buy you can make somebody an actual lord. They're selling one one foot by one foot sections of land in Scotland. Nice. On a private estate, that's part of the whole deal. So I, I made him a. I feel like someone did that in Canada, like back in the '80s or something, like with a cereal company. They were selling like one foot by killer. one foot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah was, where's this going? <laughs> where's this going, Danny? <laughs> I could have been serial killer, but no, like a he cereal was company burying people on one foot by one foot sections of land. It was really hard. To chopping do. their bodies up really yeah. small. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go deep. Oh, you gotta chop them. Yeah, just gotta use a compactor. Eight yeah. feet down. Cube yeah. them. So yeah. one of my favorite gifts I've ever received. Gif. I, I used chips. 
GIFs. Yeah. One of my favorite GIFs. GIFs. <laughs> one of my favorite GIFs I've ever gotten. I used to work at Wells Fargo as a banker. And when I left uh, one of my buddies there, he sent me, he, he asked for my address because I moved. He's like, I'm sending you something. I'm like, all right, cool. And I get a debit card in the mail. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't order a debit card. Like, what's this fraud shit going on? And I open it up and it says, Sir Samuel Aldrich. And it was probably the most happy I've been. <laughs> it's like to get like, that's technically official documentation. Like to get doctor or whatever the hell you have to like show something to get Sir. that. And I'm like, this is fucking amazing. And I've, I've replaced the card since I remember losing it. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn, like they're definitely going to take that off. But yeah, sure enough, my new it? one. Yeah, 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 I still have it. So, sir, and every now and then they'll print a receipt out and they'll say, Sir Aldrich. And they're like, oh Thank gosh. you, sir. So, and I'm just like, You're welcome. You're welcome very much. Hey, Tyler, you know, people come from different backgrounds, <laughs> but can you believe Sammy ever had a job at a bank? No, I, no, not, not really. I, I have one many. A- I mean, I believe that he's been part of several bank jobs, but not a job <laughs> at a bank. <laughs> Yeah, I've worn a few hats in my life. <laughs> oh, there it is. Quaker Oats, 1955. Oh, you've been on the cereal yeah. thing for a while. Yeah, He's was given away <laughs> one by one in the Yukon territory. Lots of fibers. I just knew okay, I was- wait, wait, what 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 happened? And Quaker Oats was given one foot by one foot, so a square foot of land in the Yukon territory with every like box of cereal. What? So you can own if you buy hella Quaker Oats boxes, wow. you can own like fucking thirty six square feet, two thousand acres, bro. <laughs> Just pull five horns in a Quaker Oats for a is that still coronavirus? I don't think so. It was a Damn business it. podcast I was listening to. I think Business Wars. It was Quaker versus like General Mills and stuff like that. And that was one of the one of the ads they were running for a while. Oh, Tyler, nineteen fifty five, apparently. So yeah, one thing about starting insane. your own podcast is you will start listening to far more podcasts. Really? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you okay. see this vast variety of podcasts. There's so many. told me this is the only one that I need to listen to. Yeah, for that's sure. That's true. Mean, this per, is the only you're going to get addicted per to. Per your contract. contract. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, also, while you were gone, that the that the any break you take completely. Yeah. We just talked to our lawyers. Nolan voice. Oh, man. I was gone for like seven minutes. I've never peed that long in my entire life. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it was like two and a half minutes of pee. We have that, that effect on people. Yeah. Yeah, drink a lot more when we're on the microphone. <laughs> you, you drink more because we drink more. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah, it's, hey, uh, time for beer. I rode my bike so I could drink as much. Oh, three taps. Aaron just did three taps. You know what that means? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It means he's going to the bathroom. <laughs> so, Tyler, when you first put out that that video, the no commentary round of Central Coast, what were some of the reactions you got, either from players or Central Coast or whatever? What were some of the some of the things that were coming back in after you put it out there and people were viewing it. So I just released the first nine and at the end of the nine holes was like, I really hope central coast doesn't sue me. Yep. Yeah. Now, I had no idea. <laughs> if yeah. they were gonna be I would have no idea if they were going to be happy or like angry. I figured it'd be one of yeah. the, other. honestly kind of the same thing happened with the, with the video that I just did some effects to with Drew Gibson a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw him release that video with the TV and I was like, oh, well, somebody's gonna, you know, so I should, I don't know if you guys saw it. I, so I made him, I made my videos play on the TV that he's throwing in a, a disc into, and then I made it explode at the end. <laughs> oh, I saw that for sure. And I was thinking like, you know, Drew, Drew will either love it or he'll hate it. And, and he liked it. And he and I have actually collaborated a lot in cool. the last few weeks because of that, which has been super fun. Nice. I love that. It's taking on the role of disc golf villain. Little, yeah. 
I love it. Uh, his vlogs, to... his vlogs, like getting there. It's really cool to see how how it's like. In just a good job with he's that. A, he's, okay, it's cool to see, but also as somebody who's had a YouTube channel for like a year <laughs> and put a ton of work into it, and he doubled my subscribers in five days. <laughs> when you're one of the top five like furthest throwers ever, then like you can which be- I am. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And we all know that. Yeah. And, and but there's so that means there's just like no reason that my channel isn't more popular. It's just <laughs> I'm it's astounding. Yeah. I'm, I'm Do you wear Kansas sunglasses Taylor. all the time? <laughs> no. And I don't have enough tattoos. That's the that's the real uh, problem. Uh, you don't drive like Corvettes and things. Yeah. yeah no, one of, one of my questions is that hat. Did you always have that or was that a Can't purchase you see the sweat stains? Oh, yes. Oh Go my gosh, look at on. the depth in Of course you have the hat. Thank you, oh, yeah. God. Wow, That's- you have depth. <laughs> you should totally green screen the shit out of that. Oh, yeah, so there we go. Let's do it. Come on. Do you that have any so cool. Everybody listening, his backdrop has multiple. Oh, that's a beautiful He's green a screen. Got a green you have, you have green drape screen. too. You have, actually have black Why? drape. Is that someone tied up, up in the back? Did I? Oh, okay. Well, we it just just. Malfunction. This is, what did you this do? This is going on the internet. That is fucking great. Oh, you just had a major yes. collapse. Yes. Now, see, I've got a company. Oh, no, now they have a oh, Is better. that just called Pro Tour? No, that's, that's a water that's pipe. Your water. In his garage. You're in the basement. <laughs> in his basement? Or his, oh, it's probably a storm cellar. They're in oh, Kansas. Kansas. They're probably yeah, in the basement. Oh, Jesus. Is that your bunker? Where'd he go? <laughs> he has a tornado warning. He disappeared. <laughs> Great. This is the greatest thing that ever happened. So yes, tell us more about the hat. That, how did that hat come out of the backdrop? Okay, that the hat can't be on without the accent. Okay. I hope you know that. Oh uh, no, I wasn't planning on it being on with it, the accent, so don't worry about that. <laughs> yes. It's like um, have you guys ever seen that kids show from America that's about the um, it's about the snowman and they put a hat on his head and he dances around and does all sorts of random crap. It's called like flossy. No, it's um, <laughs> it's something like that, and it's the same thing with me. Whenever this goes on, it just changes something in my brain. It's a weird Your smile changes too phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> so when I uploaded the original nine to Worlds last year, Ian Anderson didn't sue me, which was fantastic because I don't. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but it's very annoying getting sued. <laughs> and he didn't. And oh, yeah. in fact, he encouraged me to do the back nine and messaged me on Facebook, which was to date one of the like top three best experiences of my life. And I've had four kids and I've been married for about 11 years now. So <laughs> put that all into perspective. Something to be said about being encouraged to do the back nine. <laughs> yeah. Those are just yeah, there's, there's some potential jokes there but uh, it was it's no joke it's an amazing time and actually it's all gone downhill since then and now i find myself here so no shit, you know, this, is, this the is pretty much the bottom of my career and i think that this is probably my farewell to the disc golf community it's also known it's as been revolving real. with the yeah, worst dissolving so. with the worst with us so you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, i did want to only get better it can only I, I did want to ask about that because your name is German with the best. And so is it to be assumed that I'm like the best at something? Yes. Or is it assumed that you guys are the best and I'm jamming with you? You're actually propping us up right now. 
Yeah, you're holding our whole show show up. I've never been the best at anything in my entire life. So that was news to me. I believe it. Well, yeah, no no shit. You're hanging out with me. Settle in, buckle up. (laughs) I mean, you saw how I tripped over myself and knocked down my entire studio back there. Just you destroyed the the whole studio. You know, we're just sitting (laughs) here around the table. You got a studio. You have a green screen store. Well, I did. I just ruined the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Just for you guys. I was trying to flex, and now it's going to have to go in the rubbish bin here. Yeah, we're not going to edit that out. No, that's (laughs) (laughs) definitely. I mean, it's it's the only good thing that's happened all day, so I don't know why you would. You're always editing (laughs) Talk about shoot yourself in the foot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Farewell. Bye-bye. Bye. (laughs) Do you have a name for that character? Yeah. Oh man, that was actually kind of an interesting thing right at first. Like I said his name was Tyler the first couple of videos, and then I wished I hadn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because when I start I want to make like funny videos too without that sometimes. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and then what do you do? So you, I don't I haven't put too much thought into that, but So I had for the longest time was like not the longest time, but I definitely thought you were Australian for a bit. Oh, I think yeah. a lot of people did. And yeah. Until today. And then, like, my whole goal Except was Except Australian like... people, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, some of them did. That, and those were the absolute that's biggest that's compliments. Yeah, when I'd get messages from people in Australia or New Zealand who were like, <laughs> totally thought you were Kiwi or totally <laughs> thought you were Australian. How did Chris what? Finn? Chris Finn. Dude. Owner of Dude. Yeah. I, don't, I haven't talked to him. Oh, so you know about dude? Yeah, yeah. Down yeah. under yeah. disc evolution, I think. Yeah. Yep. So I wonder how he feels about the Australian accent being like the one of the bigger Australian names. In the- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've gotten to talk to um, a couple people online, but also I've video chatted with Jason Brown in Australia. He's really big at the, oh gosh, I'm going to lose it now, but where they held Australian Worlds, that <laughs> club. Mm. I don't remember the name of it, but he's yeah, the president know. of that club. Mundaring. It's the Mundaring Disc Golf Club. That sounds right. That's the course. That golf. It's just so fun to talk to him. So I talked to him like a week ago and I was like, hey, rate my Australian accent. And he's like, well, you don't really have one. He's <laughs> like, it's, I can't rate it very well because it's sort of a mixture of South African, Australian and New Zealand. So, but it is interesting to listen to. We all enjoy listening to it. <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna, I'm, that's the closest thing to a compliment I'm, I think I'm going to get from an Aussie. That sounds, that's good enough yeah, that's good. Absolutely. yeah work, works for me but it's been a trip it's been oh the best reaction to finding out that i'm not australian has been big germ so far yes, yes. how did that go <laughs> so i i what i was doing a collab with him for udisc i was making oh it was the true disc commercial oh and yeah i needed yeah. a voice bite from him you know to put in the app and so I was messaging him and I just recorded a video because I had a lot to say. I wanted to kind of didn't want to type it all out. So I just said, hey, Germ, you know, this is what I'm thinking, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so many F words. I mean, just like, and just like he, he just kept texting over. Wait, what? Oh, my gosh. You know, beep, beep, beep. like you're not Australian, yeah, you know, and then just. Like we couldn't get down to business, you know, because yeah. the whole time was like oh, okay. his mind's blown. It's gonna take a day to recover. <laughs> I wonder I, what percentage of people who have seen your stuff still believe that you are Australian. Because I wouldn't I, be surprised if it's close to fifty percent. And and what I say, I mean the the accent is this one. 
this is the just the less off-putting one that I True. but I actually am. I got to talk to a fan in Emporia um earlier or later last year who wanted to hang out and so I showed up with my hat yes. and I'm talking like this and he said so so like that the accent is just like something that you do in the videos and I felt really bad he was a younger kid and I'm like yeah 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 that's you know that's just kind of the the character I play and we played like three or four holes into it and again really sad he was like so like how long have you lived in the states and I said dude no 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 like I'm not like I'm not I'm from El Dorado Kansas you know my whole life like I'm not Australian like that whole thing he was like a little bit crestfallen and I felt really bad I was like dude like I can leave if you like (laughs) you'd rather like crushing dreams yeah never meet your heroes no, they're always worse <laughs> off than you thought they were. They're never who you didn't had him on. Only meet your heroes at a bar. Yeah, that's yeah. the best place to meet your heroes. Yeah, You're looking so for the true. same thing. Yeah. That way, when you find out they're not Australian, you can just get another drink and you can punch them in get the a face Foster's. They're really get him a Foster's. <laughs> we oh, have man. there's uh, the the red the emergency red phone went off. Well, the bat phone. Yeah, the bat phone. You got to answer. OTB it. phone. So say, yeah, Sam's on the Sam's phone right back there, back there handling. Me and Danny don't answer the phones anymore. Yeah, that was that's one big benefit of Sam coming in with all of his uh, nobody wants to touch it after Sam touches it. Is he, he'll answer the phone every time. Me and Danny we appreciate are both that. like we walk through the waters cautiously about phone answering. You never know how serious it might be, <sighs> dude. Sometimes people just want to talk to you. That's yeah, true. Fuck that. Oh, that that's a huge danger with having a phone. Hey, Aaron, how you People doing? do want to talk to you. Food, yeah. Yeah, especially at a business phone, they call like, "What's up, dude? Like, how what you doing? Do? You get the shop, man?" Like, how, "How's your day going?" Yeah. Like, "I'm I'm working, sir." <laughs> I was. You go back to work. Got any new tips? Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, as of a few minutes ago, I was trying to make my business run, but you have stopped that for a while. <laughs> There's no business. I do love them though. Run. I love just about everyone that calls. Well, that's the that's the beauty of our business is the people that call us are all just disc golfers. Yeah, yeah they're stuff. mostly homies. We like talking to lost disc souls. Lost souls. Yeah. You guys so are going to have to get like six lines and a whole uh, part-time staff back there just dedicated to chilling with the disc golf bros that call in. Phone <laughs> bank. A whole separate <laughs> days. Yeah, product that yeah, you guys offer. Mental health counseling line. But it's like disguise. They don't know that that's what it is. They just think they're calling the OTP disc guys. Yeah, lowly man. disc golfers. I mean, all a lot of lowly disc golfers out there. I've noticed, you know, I got the you know Maple Hill play disc golf. There's a lot of you know people out there camping by themselves, just close together. So we disc golfers. Is the main reason they put Sam on the phones just because he's so much less off-putting than Aaron and Danny? For he just sure. actually gets up. I'm quicker. the most off-putting. I think motivated. Yeah, just, just you answer the phone and you're like, what? Yeah, kind of. I answer the phone like, what? Is, like, why are you calling? Fuck you. <laughs> like, oh, so we did Aaron, what are you doing? What do you need? Why are you calling? We have, like, we have a website. <laughs> Sam seems like he could be like a OTB Discs. This is Sam. Sort yeah. of oh, that's me. Yeah. yeah. I, okay. I, I, I'm customer service. I definitely say OTB Discs. This is Aaron. And then it's just kind of like pop. And then what? And then OTB Discs. This is Aaron. Stupid or what? what? Yeah. <laughs> so, 
basically how I am. So I, I've worked at Wells Fargo. <laughs> I worked at Verizon for a little while. I worked at a bank on the East Coast. And, and that was at a call center. So it's gotta I, be I'm, hell. East it Coast, is, you man. know, it, it wasn't yeah, people hell. out there are a little short on you. you know? Not really. Hey. They're actually a lot nicer hey, than people my in money. California. But yeah, they're almost like weirdly nice as yeah. far it, it close to that fake nice. It's like, it's, it's like, like, how are you yeah, doing? Yeah. Like I they hate can, fake nice. Hey, hello. Oh, yeah. How hey, you doing? Yeah, rough. good day. Yeah, where's my money? Well, not even like that. Like that's almost New Yorker shit. They're more like, you know, oh, well, you know, I've been with you guys for 15 years and I've always gotten <laughs> such great service. It's like, white people. No, straight up. No, that's it, white people, yes, sir. yes. <laughs> and just Southern dudes. Southern people are an interesting breed. I respect most people, you know, show respect, <laughs> get respect. Yeah, but, except uh, Southern people. You know, <laughs> I, I'm, happy, I'm happy to be back in California. <laughs> <laughs> but, I get uh, it. It, we it, have a different pace here in california different. oh my gosh it definitely is a, around the country it's a different pace i i've, I've i really a few places now and california is definitely it's like a little quicker california most. is both very laid back and very quick at the same time well, and it doesn't I don't make any know. sense <laughs> and it again it comes down to sense. where are you in california yeah that's it comes very down true to that. no true but like so like Santa Cruz is like slow as fuck. Yeah, East it's Coast, fucking slow. <laughs> East Coast is very uh, fast all the time. Like Boston, man. Just but <laughs> California has that quickness. Not southeast, but it, though. But it also has the like beach coolness, and it all kind of twines together. In the southeast, so like then you're just in the southeast, cool. they just want to go fish and go mudding and go like fuck around on their huge ass properties what? that they can afford for two hundred eighty thousand. That's mostly Florida. Let's go yeah. Well, no, Alabama, Georgia. Like that whole yeah. southeast is pretty similar. I know we're going to, to going going back to go back to Maple Hill. That's I love going back love to Maple, Maple Hill. Hill. Maple Hill, but is just, just Boston, hanging out in Boston, even such a cool uh, spot. Worcester and Worcester, Worcester yeah. kid, Worcester kid. Worcester. Yeah, so I thought they were all massholes because that's you know the nickname massholes. Yeah, they're Sean all massholes, and but they're not. They're not. They're, they're just in your face, and they. You know, it's like you stand, you stand in a, you got to go to a Dunkin' Donuts when you're there. You stand in line and these people are so intense in your face, but they're like, hey, how you doing? But they're like in your face. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like it's a crowd where if you can talk shit back, they respect we you. We fit in there well. And back. it's like, yeah, as long as you can talk That's, shit back and you don't oh, get offended. It's We're like, just like being, it's, it's not even being, just like laid back. It's like, yeah. whoa, you're in my space. I feel, like, I feel like me and Crash are the laid back versions of that though. <laughs> We're pretty in your face. I feel like anywhere around the world, you show respect. Generally, you get respect. Yeah, yeah. There's some divides generally. though that are unconquerable. Yeah, that's why I say generally. What do you got, Tyler? I see you're thinking in there. Oh, uh, Kansas is the only place in the world that you get respect, whether you show respect or not. Jared, because yeah. we're oh. just all great here. That's you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. I don't know why. I'm gonna go out on the lemon side. <laughs> Fucking <Yeah>. utopia. <laughs> <laughs> I know all the people. I don't hey. want to offend all of Kansas because I really genuinely like a lot of people from Kansas, but I had some experiences where I'm like, oh, <sighs> okay. Well, yeah. those people weren't from Kansas. I mean, those people or probably from Kansas. were born in Oklahoma or something and maybe moved. Or like, <laughs> like Oklahoma might be the only other option. <laughs> I mean, Nebraska. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I love everybody. Wait, you say that's not true, but I love a lot of people. Your disc golf courses are still open, right? Uh, yes. No, I, I mean you, you're way cooler there than here. What's your favorite? That, that's the litmus test right there. I mean, you're the only place that, that has disc golf. What's left. your favorite disc golf course in Kansas? 
Man, there's a couple Kansas City courses that I would say are they on the Kansas side or the Missouri side though? Because that I was gonna say. Oh, that's that's true. That's true. The river are they? I was thinking of like Shawnee Mission Park, and I think that's on the Missouri side. But Waterworks. I just like to say Waterworks always comes to mind. I've never played it, but I've heard people talk. Well, the thing about Waterworks is I've never played it well. Like it's such a cool (laughs) course, but. That kind of affects whether I really I like a lot of courses. That's, so how, that's how I'm about Penno Lake over here. Like I love, oh, that's my favorite one. California course. I yeah, love yeah. That I played. I, I played play? one good round there, but that course beats me up. But I love how it does. It's beautiful. I got to play De La, mm-hmm. the the De La Ball Golf Course, mm-hmm. or that, or whatever. What do you guys call yeah. it? The municipal yeah. course. Yeah. Municipal course. Yeah. And then the traditional De La, and then Penno Lakes. And maybe it was just because the back nine at Pino reminded me a lot of some of the courses we have up here. Okay. Hole, two. I, hole two Pino's is my so favorite pretty. hole in all of this. Yeah, game, probably. That's, that's yeah. And especially the par four pin where it's like pushback. You have that fence that's running in the middle mm-hmm. and there's like a little, is it a creek or it's no? A creek. It's a it's creek. It's a creek. Like a small little Rarely is creek. it wet, but it's yeah. a, is that the one where the trail goes all the way to the right of it and you got to kind of navigate some trees at the first yeah, part? Yeah. I navigated that very first tree like really hard. <laughs> <laughs> navigate. Like, like a couple times. I threw a couple drives there and found myself, yeah, I was navigating all of them. It's like, a gorgeous hole though. Just and that, like, that yeah. 1200 foot par five That's is it. so straightforward, but it's, yeah. it, oh, yeah, yeah. it's the elevation changes just enough to be real difficult on that second that shot, the blind third shot. It's, it's all good. the OB. And all the OB, yeah. And then like 17, that like, Super short great. gap shot. Yeah, that's a cool I heard shot. they changed the hole, though. No, <gasps> I like that Yeah, one. I heard they, like, messed with the hole a little bit. I can't picture. 17's like the one where you're shooting across the ravine. It's only, like, 200 feet, It's maybe. like It's like a big it's downhill, like a then uphill, and you're basically throwing the same elevation. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that was cool. Maybe it's, is it 17? Yeah, it's 17, because yeah. 18 is that next one, that par four that to the can right. go down and go. Forehand off the tee. Yep, yeah. and there's that sneaky sneaky ob off to the left that can oh, screw yeah. you over i love pinto pinto's a, pinto's great, course. a great course i have played so bad there it's, in dude i think though. it's like the hidden gem of california probably close to it other than uh, especially when they took watsonville out i, I never think, played there never played there that's well, a playing great, for like five years so uh, true yeah that was a great course i said that's the one i mean like de la was an absolute trip for somebody from kansas who's watched the coverage for years mm-hmm and we played it twice but when i since then looking back on it i'm like i cannot wait to get back out there and play pinna legs again dude yeah. it's it's a course nobody plays not not yeah, that we could be it too. There was, it's a little out of the way gorgeous it's a little out yeah. of the way for the disc golf community at large over in that area which because there's monterey they law versus like, pinto that's such a joke it's so close over there if you play disco i get but it like I there's de la viega right there and there's cypress over in monterey yeah. and there's not a big disc golf group in in watsonville that i know of it just shows that people don't travel much in that area have you guys been out to Kansas and played any of the courses here? Like, no, why would we? Why would we go to Kansas? We're in California. I, ha- I can't go back to Kansas. This is where all the respectful people are. <laughs> I, I've driven through Kansas. It's boring as fuck. <laughs> I owe someone money back there, so I can't go back. But there's a rock. Um, if you go out I seventy, like west enough, there's a super big rock, and that's like the highlight of any trip. Like out, okay. you know, to Colorado or something. It's really exciting. I think I was asleep during that. So shit, shit, oh. shit like that is. 
very cool when there's a yeah. random humongous rock in the middle of fucking nowhere. Desert. How the hell did that get there? Like, I what was event sl- happened in for Earth's sure history? Tyler put it there just so he could talk about it. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's some foresight. Yeah, I, was, I, I put it there, Sam. You yeah. put a fucking rock right here. Well, People talk about it. That. How'd you move it? Is it a secret? Carefully. Is yeah. it a secret? How you move it? Yeah, it is. It's it's everything yeah. on my channel is a secret. Effort. All right. You got to watch this podcast to learn the secrets to life. Yeah, I do want you guys to listen to my podcast and tell me what you think my odds are of being as successful fucking as you guys. Are. Yes, um, watch. fucking very, very unlikely you'll be as successful as us. That's yeah. true. I mean, we're but at the same good. time, that means you'll be very successful because we're yeah. gonna be the most. Successful. We're pretty. We are in our own minds. We're the most successful, so okay. you will never beat us in our own minds. <laughs> wow, <laughs> we got it's like a whole different arena. It's, you want to yeah, grapple? Imaginary grapple. scale. We can grapple. It's definitely imaginary. <laughs> it's like really hard to even fathom. That's the key word there, for sure. We're just a cartoon of our, ourselves. Who's got the uh, Who's got the disc golf podcast that's been around the longest? That's always always us. No, but we're always the scary. answer. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't want to promote others. Yeah. Smashbox is the biggest. Yeah, too, Smashbox yeah. probably. They're yeah. close. I was talking to the disc golf podcast guys that have the name the disc, disc golf, golf podcast. And they were saying that they talked to, I think, the Upshot and Smashbox and some of the other guys, and they're all around kind of the same numbers mm. as far as listens. I feel like Smashbox wins because their YouTube views are so high. And Probably. And this much- podcast is only... Does anybody else have a YouTube channel connected to their podcast? Uh, Disc Golf Answer Man. Yeah, Disc Golf Hopefully Answer Man. Hopefully, we will soon. They're good, too. Know, foundation, maybe. I know that's Foundation, something, yeah, foundation, foundation for sure, with Griplock. I know that's something we want to work I like on. I think that'd be hey, really cool. We to might have put a this on there. It might be terrible quality, but I'm yeah, exactly. Cares. Fuck terrible quality. The yeah. content is good. The lowest quality video with the highest quality guest. I mean, it's still right, going to work go. out. Hey, that's you your know? name of this podcast. Yeah, that's like guess. Quality video with the highest quality guest. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 and everybody's going to be like, "Oh my gosh, they got Macbeth on." Wait. Yes. Oh shit. Hey, I gotta go make dinner, guys. Yeah, I gotta I gotta jet it's about that time. Tyler, we love you, but yeah, uh, man, you're past dinner, great. are you? Did you drink your dinner? I am way past dinner and I've gotten so many texts during this whole thing. But oh, I told sorry. I told my I told my wife, I'm like, hey, like you're live? You, like, you don't understand what uh, an amazing opportunity this is for my brand. Absolutely. I mean, like I need this. Tell her thank we you for you letting you. Tell her thank you for letting you come play with us. It was a lot of fun. Oh, you're this was up. fun. Hey, and I have a confession. You were talking about is it Danny and Robin's podcast? Who? Yeah, disc golf. Because Aaron, you and I were messaging about this on Twitter. You're like, yeah, have you heard our podcast? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I listen to you guys all the time. And I'm like, yeah, it's you and Joe. It was like, yeah, it's you and Robin. And Joe and Robin. Danny yeah. on it. Oh, Joe and Robin. Thank you. Joe yeah. and Robin. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I listen to, you, listen to you and Joe and Robin all the time. And he's like, yeah, that's not us. Oh, sweet man. Well, I'm about to listen to you guys all the time. That's good, all right. Good, good. <laughs> this is just a shit show. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're the epitome yeah, of a yeah, shit yeah. show disc golf podcast. We have, well, I'm, I support it. I'm happy they to do. be on it. They, yeah, I, I like their podcast a lot. It's quality. They've got a good podcast, Joe and Robin. I was, I was lucky enough to go over and visit them and play around with them and then jump on their podcast. And he's got a great spot in Napa. 
uh, Robin does. That's they basically have like a nice little Airbnb separate studio that you oh, can nice. crash in. So they got me hammered and I slept there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask what happened after you blacked out. That's awesome. Yeah. Sure. Um, if I could make a final plug for the campaign, absolutely. DGA, my boy. Like a lot of those, a lot of those specials are probably going to start changing as we, you know, as our inventory changes with it. But it goes all through April, and you can go to discgolf.com/put in place. That's where you can see everything about the contest and all the specials we're running on baskets and putter packs and stuff like that. Yeah, check it out. Unless you don't want to get better. Then don't check it out. Look out, Matty Bell, Shasta. Next time you're in California, whenever that may be, whenever this shit ends. Yeah, come over here. Let's get you drunk. Yeah, you can get drk and sleep on our food. Drink with us. That's what my parents always told me like would happen if I went to but it was more of a warning. Like, don't go to California. They just try and get you drunk and on their podcasts. And their couch. Yeah, man. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they're not wrong. They can eat some some smart. (laughs) Great Thai food. Oh my God. Awesome. Thank hey, you, Tyler. Yeah, Thank, Thank you, Tyler. man. Thanks, guys. This is fun. Peace, brother. See you soon. Check out Disc Golf Comedy Podcast. Jamming with the best. All right. Peace out, gents. <laughs> <laughs>